to tell me what can I do? I can't live without you. I can't live without you. Oh, tell me what can I do? I can't live without you. Can't live without you. Can't live without you. I can breathe without you. We can live without you, Lord. Say, here I am in your presence. Do to me what you want.
I am your own. Can we sing that song and just turn it to a prayer point? I am your own. I am your own. Till the day you will come. Jesus, I am your own. I am your own. I am your own. I am your own. Till the day you A thunderous hallelujah here tonight. Praise Jesus. Just celebrate your maker wherever you are right now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Can you turn to someone standing beside you wherever you are and just tell them welcome to Koinonia. Someone standing beside you left and right just welcome them pleasantly, warmly, you are welcome to Koinonia. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Bible in Psalms 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. The next verse, I think verse 3 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, forgetting not his benefits. Hallelujah. There are many things that we come to benefit in the presence of the Lord. There are many things we come to receive. For some, the salvation for some transformation and for some of us empowerment hallelujah 
even as apostle continues to teach us amen and apostle teaches us that faith is the action you take based on the conviction of the integrity of god's word of god and his word hallelujah so we have come from different parts of the world different for some of us out of the states for some of us out of this nation but i want us to believe that the god that has orchestrated us to be in tonight's service will not let us leave this place the same hallelujah are there believers in the house tonight that the lord will visit me tonight can you celebrate god if you know he's visiting you here tonight online you are part of the service thousands and tens of thousands following from wherever there are five ways to connect with us hallelujah please have your seats i'll just run down run through some announcements and then we will pray the service has begun ladies and gentlemen there are five ways to connect with us as a ministry we are live on all social media platforms from instagram um, to facebook to twitter we are live koinonia global displayed on your screen those are the handles koinonia global and also on youtube koinonia global is the youtube and we'll like you to copy this link whatever platform you are connecting from and even for those on site right now just copy this link this live link and put it on your status share to your friends your whatsapp groups telegram groups just become that agent of change and transformation ensure someone is blessed tonight by the reason of this your act of service hallelujah praise the lord so on your screen you'll find five ways to connect with us please share the link and the lord will bless you to your family members and your friends hallelujah praise the lord we have a medical outfit due to the large gathering of koinonia the culture of the house uh, as as with the system has provided a medical a well-equipped medical facility with a team of professionals um, out there to respond to you this means that should you uh, perceive or see anyone needing attention uh, maybe someone uh, needing specific you can call the attention of our worker anyone with a tax say the protocol officers or the ushers standing um, they would ensure that the person gets help or if it's you yourself at any point during the course of the service say you experience uh, a testimony miracle and you want to confirm it just proceed make way to the medical outfit the basement the medical outfit is the main auditorium so you may need to proceed uh, up, the, up the stairs uh, to make way to them hallelujah please during the course of the service if you've been need, leaving your seat for whatever reason uh, this is a large gathering we all know that it is very possible for your items to get misplaced not necessarily stolen but we would like to ensure that uh, let you know that you have that responsibility to always come with your valuables or ask someone to look out for you uh, when you're coming out to give your tithes your offerings whatever it is to respond to the salvation call ensure you come along with your valuables this means your wallets your monies your mobile phones or anything you have come here with and is valuable praise the lord please at the close of the service we request that if you are packed in such a way that it obstructs others to make way with their vehicles we kindly request that you repack if you'll be waiting behind uh, at the close of the service kindly repack so that others will gain um, exit and be able to make way with their vehicles praise the lord hallelujah praise the lord all right can we just shout hallelujah as we jump to our feet it is time to pray praise jesus hallelujah it is time to pray
go ahead and give God praise, give him praise for the things he has done in your life. It's time for service. Just go ahead and bless the Lord. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. We give you thanks and praise. Give thanks to a good God, to a kind God. If God has been faithful to you and your family and your business and your ministry and your destiny and your children and your husbands and wives and your relatives, Please lift up your hands and give the Lord praise. Give Him glory, give Him adoration. If you know you came this far because the Lord kept you. You came this far and it was not by power, not by might. Then lift up your hands and bless the King of glory. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb. Glory to the Father who is seated on the throne. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb. Glory to the Father who is seated on the throne. You are seated on the throne. You are seated on the throne. You are seated on my life. You are seated on the throne. Shabarakate brunstalakaya barakai. Que pretendo se que recate berrecatas, aprete prendo se que te coperete, recosete que te barracai, que preste que te coberrecata, rendo sabarracai, abira se te berrocai, abra barracati que berrecata, barro se te que te, e prete que te prete, e preto prete que te. The preparation of the heart belongs unto the Lord. 
your feet and on the throne We've come to draw Jeremiah 31, 31, 31, verse 2. Thus saith the Lord, the people which were left of the sword found grace in the wilderness, even Israel, even Kenny. When I went to cause Kenny to find rest, we're going to be praying tonight. It says the people that were left off of the sword, that were left off of the word of the spirit of God. It says they found grace and I, God, went to the person's destiny to cause the person to find rest. Oh God, let me find rest in this service. Let me find rest in the areas of my pursuits. Let me find rest in my spiritual life. Let me find rest. And God gave Abraham rest. Round about. Some areas may have been settled. But what about the other areas? Come and cause me to enter rest. It's a personal prayer. It's a personal desire. I see Jesus seated on the throne. I see his angels standing everywhere. I see the spirit moving in this place. Hallelujah to the Lamb upon the throne. Hallelujah to the Lamb upon the throne. Hallelujah to the Lamb upon the throne. Make sure you're praying. Let me enter rest in this area of my life. Let me experience rest in this area of my life. Let me enter rest in this area of my life. Let me enter rest. Men 
me. I have tried in my marital destiny. I have tried, but cost me. Second Baratas, Presteketeka, Kabaratekopa, Baliasete, Ebrediaselai. Oberakatas, Obrede Isaiah, Abiate Belai, Akabaratela. Lift your hands to heaven and thank him, for you know he's coming. He's coming. Thank him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm chapter 47. Media, please, can you help us? Psalm 47, verse 6. Can we read it together, Koinonia? One, two, read. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our King. Sing praises. Verse 7. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. People of God, precious saints of God, at this moment, we are about to lift up the high praises of God once again. I want you to know that in this atmosphere, anything is possible. Let the clapping of your hands, let the fruit of your lips, even, hallelujah, even the movement, even your dancing of your feet, let it be from a depth of understanding and revelation. Let everything that has praise in this room give us a shout, a shout of praise. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Now let's go together, your hands.
So we lift up our 
Genesis chapter 1 and verses 26. Genesis 1 26. Genesis 1 26. It says, And God said, My emphasis is just the first phrase of that verse of scripture. And God said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Praise the Lord. If we have been following very carefully the teachings that come from this platform, you would have heard God's servant teach very powerfully that God is not only the maker of the heavens and the earth. Praise the Lord. God is also the maker of men. Praise the Lord. It says, and God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Praise the Lord. And then in John chapter 1 from verses 1 through 3, the Bible says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Verse 2 says the same was in the beginning with God. Verse 3 says, all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. Please, can we return to Genesis chapter 1 and verses 28. Genesis 1, 28. It says, and God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Praise the Lord. So, that means the only person who has an opportunity or has the privilege to experience of fruitfulness, to experience the ability to be able to multiply and to replenish and to subdue the earth is the one that is made. Praise the Lord. There were certain men called the disciples of Jesus who came helplessly. These guys were weak and Jesus looked at them and he told them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And we understand from scripture that the primary tool by which God uses to make men is the word of God. Genesis 1 and verses 3 says, All things was made by the word of God, and without him was not anything made that was made. Praise the Lord. So every single thing that do appear in your life that is not made by the word of God is only a mirage. It's a matter of time. It will fizzle out. Praise the Lord. So we're going to lift up our voices in the next two minutes and pray. And say, Lord, I make my life available tonight. Make me by your word. Make me by the power of your word. All things was made by the word. And without him was not anything made that was made. Everything only stands on rubbles if it is not made by the word of God. We live in a generation where we accrue the making of men by their titles. Oh, I'm a prophet. Oh, I'm an apostle. Oh, I'm a pastor. But that doesn't equal to stature in the spirit. There are many people who accrue the making of a man by reason of their physical positions. But those things don't weigh any much in the spirit. It says by faith we understand that the physical world that we see was formed and fashioned by the word of God. Lift up your voice and pray and say, Lord, my life is open. Make me. My life is open tonight. Make me. I may have come here weak tonight. But your word can come with power and fire and grace to make for my making. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 22 and
1 verses 2 there were certain men who were in death the bible says they were disconfited but they gathered themselves unto him and he became a captain over them and there were with him about 400 men and all of a sudden there came the mighty men of David all of a sudden scripture began to chronicle the wonder-working craze that was at work in the lives of the men of David Lord make me tonight Lord make me tonight make me by your word in Jesus mighty name we have prayed are we excited to be in the house of the Lord tonight can we celebrate God one more time the psalmist says I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord come on you don't look like you're excited one more time give the Lord a resounding shout of praise hallelujah I have the honor to welcome each and every one of us inclusive of those who are following us across all of our social media platform but I want us to do this together tonight praise the Lord so on behalf of Jesus who is the head of the church and the angel over this house Apostle Joshua Selman you will help me walk up to three people and tell them you're welcome to Koinonia service. Don't stop at one or two. He said three. Make sure you've spoken to three people. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Once again, you're welcome. Please look at your neighbor one more time and say, it is an honor to sit beside you. Now look at your neighbor again and say, you are great. But by the next time I see you, you will be 10 times greater. Hallelujah. Can we celebrate Jesus? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Behold how good and pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. Now I have a great honor tonight to welcome a very special group of people in our midst and following online. If this is your first time here worshiping with us here at Koinonia, I want you to please, please rise to your feet. We are a family of honor and we would be blessed and honored to receive you. Please, Koinonia, can we give them a big Koinonia welcome? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Koinonia, can we also celebrate those that are worshiping with us online for the first time? Give them a big shout. Hallelujah. And if you're following online for the first time, just type in the comments, I'm a first timer. All right. Now, while you are standing, um, very quickly, I believe that the PR department will be handing you over our connection card. It's very, very important that you receive it and you fill um, the card very, very clearly and legibly. The up part, the top part of the card you would see has more of our details of the ministry and everything that you need to know as you are joining the family as well as if you're inviting someone next week, this would be very, very handy. So you can just rip off that top part. And then if you look at the lower part, that's where you fill with your information. And we would like to stay in touch with you. We're a family and we believe you've come to join us. If you turn to the back of that same slip, 
you would see the space where you would fill in your prayer requests. We're a family that believes greatly in the ministry of prayer and priesthood, and we have seen the results week in, week out. So don't be afraid. Write whatever it is that you are trusting God for, and we will join you in faith as we pray together. Once again, you're welcome. Now, just before you take your seat, we would want to just pray a blessing over you. Is that all right? Koinonia, can we just stretch our hands and speak over God's dear people? People have traveled from around the world, nations. They've come by air, by the road, by sea, whatsoever it is. There's an assurance that your sacrifice will not be in vain. You have come to meet the Lord and we pray over you right now. Koinonia, I'll be praying for them. May your life never be the same. May this be the least you would ever be. That your life goes from glory to glory. You will never have a better yesterday. That as you return to where you came from, you would not even have to tell people that you have met with Jesus. You would return with evidence. You would return with evidence. If you have come here trusting God for a miracle, you're in the right place. We speak that miracle into your life right now. Whatever health challenge you've come with is turned into a testimony. Whatsoever is a threat on your life is turned into a glorious testimony. We decree and declare that the grace upon this house speaks in your life. The beautiful thing about the grace of God is that it is transferable. You may be here and you're a man of God or a woman of God. You would touch this grace and never be the same. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, please, you can warmly take your seat. Koinonia, one more time, let's celebrate them and enjoy the service. Hallelujah. Is somebody celebrating Jesus tonight? Can you make it louder? I'm convinced you can make it louder than it. Can we, can we give it up for the King of Kings tonight? Tonight and the Lord of Lords, hallelujah. Tonight again we'll be receiving the word and I would like to remind you that God's word is one major instrument that produces testimonies. The Bible says he cast out spirits with his word. He sent his word and he healed them and delivered them from all destruction. The Bible also says, bless the Lord ye angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening to the voice of his word. As the word of God comes in your direction today, it will produce testimonies for you in the name of Jesus. I'd like you to please join me as we invite upstage people who already received their testimonies by the word of God and by the power of God. Can you please join me as we celebrate Mary Okobia? Please celebrate Mary Okobia as she walks upstage. Also, Oluwatimilein Onofeso. Oluwatimilein Onofeso. Can you please celebrate Oluwatimilein? And the last but not the least, Peterson Simba Mugodo. Peterson Simba Mugodo. Hallelujah. While they're walking off stage, I'll read testimonies from all around the world. I'll be starting with that of Iye. Iye says, Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. He says, last year, 
I came across Apostle Selman's messages on Facebook. And since then, my life has changed. As at this time in E.A.'s life, he had gone through 15 years of stomach ulcer with immense pains and complications. In 2016, E.A. says, I arrived in the United States for various procedures and surgeries. However, the pain persisted and even worsened. I followed a strict diet and constant monitoring. People who didn't know me as assumed I was fasting excessively, causing the ulcers. Despite numerous recommendations, nothing worked. It became clear to me that this was a demonic attack and gaining complete freedom would demand my knowing the ways of God. Fast forward, I joined Koinonia and immersed myself in apostles' teachings to strengthen my faith and also I placed a demand for my healing. During a certain miracle service, I connected with testimonies of people who had similar health issues and I declared divine healing in faith whenever prophetic declarations were made. Shortly, I realized that the excruciating pain had vanished. For the first time in 15 years, I could eat anything I wanted at any time with no hospital visits, which was not possible previously. Can we join in here to celebrate the Lord? The latest of all in Ie's life is that Ie can now consume solid foods and recently completed a 21-day fast with no complication. Can we join Ie to celebrate the name of the Lord tonight? You are next in line for your miracle in the name of Jesus. That was from United States. This is from United Kingdom, from Oluwatosin. Oluwatosin says, in early 2023, this year, I lost my job due to the closure of the company that I was working with. Since then, I tirelessly applied for jobs and connected to declarations made by Apostle Selman. I volunteered at the UK conference and earnestly connected to the blessings pronounced by the prayer leaders. During my first meeting with Apostle, he prayed for us and assured us that our volunteer services would yield testimonies. This meeting was on Zoom online. Hopeful, I applied for a job and I was granted audience for an interview. The week of the interview coincided with April's Koinonia Miracle Service. An apostle declared open doors for a lady working in the civil defense who was wearing green or lemon. Although I never worked in the civil defense, I held a green slash lemon napkin as I listened to the service via Mixelar, and I connected in faith. Also, apostle made a powerful resonating statement. He said, believe your life will never remain the same again and let nothing steal your joy. I fully embraced these words, holding on to the blessings and promises received at the conference. I confidently attended the second rounds of the interview 
trusting in the name of the Lord. A few days after the interview, I received a phone call that I was offered the job. And listen to this. To my astonishment, the salary exceeded my expectations as a young professional. Additionally, my visa will be sponsored by the organization, enabling me to continue to work in the United Kingdom. Can we join Tosin to celebrate the Lord? The next testimony here is that of Stephanie Aremu. Stephanie says, I started listening to Apostles' messages in 2020 when my life was a hot mess. I, I had 12 rejections from schools in England, two school fees refund, and I lost hope and decided to try again in 2021. But in September 2020, I stumbled on Apostles' message online on the mystery of altars, and it fired up my faith. I prayed to the God of my covenant and reminded him that my life has been an altar unto him. I prayed the whole night with the message on, and in the morning, my faith had been fired up. I decided to try one last time, which was that time she spoke about. The Lord led me to apply to University of Glasgow, the 87th best university in the world, and I got admitted within two weeks. All fees have been paid in full miraculously. You can celebrate the Lord for that. When I arrived England, I started to struggle and was not assimilating all that was taught. My grades were so bad and my course rep advised me to change from biotechnology to public health. But I went back to God with her advice and I refused to give up. Three days afterwards, I was listening to one of Apostle's old Zaria messages to students. And the Lord told me to listen for a word from Apostle about me. Apostle thereafter mentioned that academic excellence was a gift from God and he declared for us to receive it now. I can't remember what happened, but I found myself on the floor, slain under the anointing. Few minutes later, drenched in my own sweat, and I knew something had happened. My next exams came, and that was the beginning of the turnaround. I had my first distinction. I had my first A. Afterwards, all courses after this particular one were all A's. I had moved from being a C and a D student to becoming a student with straight A's. Eventually, I graduated with distinction. Can we celebrate God for that? God is touching somebody's brain tonight in the name of Jesus. I now work with one of the biggest labs in Europe. My distinction project, because of my distinction project, I beg your pardon, which was very good, it has now been published to all people and people now cite my work for reference. I am settled and happy now with my residence permit and global recognition through my distinction. Can we join us to celebrate this great God? Hallelujah. The next testimony is that of Oluwabi. 
Oluwabi says, I write to testify of the goodness, mercies, and faithfulness of God in my life. In the month of March, my six-year marriage faced a severe crisis that made me believe it was the end. I was pregnant at the time with three children already. I felt helpless and lost. Interestingly, during one of the koinonia services, Apostle warned about a, a pending danger on the 17th of March. This happened to be my marriage anniversary. The day the marital turbulence intensified. Regardless, I held on to the teachings and prophetic declarations of God's servant. I also acknowledged my mistakes in the marriage and retraced my steps. With immense gratitude to God, I testify that my marriage has been fully restored. It feels brand new and I'm filled with awe at the faithfulness and mercy of God. My heartfelt gratitude to my dear spiritual father whose teachings have transformed my entire life. Can we join Oluwabi to celebrate the Lord? Whoever came in here with shaky marriage that was headed for the rocks, tonight there will be a restoration in the name of Jesus. The next is that of Rita from United States. Rita says, my husband and I had been following Koinonia for years and we excitedly received the open doors theme as answered prayers. My husband is a student and I am currently unemployed. So you can imagine what they are going through due to our visa statuses in the United States. We have been trusting God to open a legitimate door of access to us as we refused illegal means to get work documents. My husband applied for an IT job in one of the top US universities and to the glory of God found favor with all the panel members. He was given the offer and in less than an hour after returning from the interview, the HR office called back a few moments later saying that they do not offer visa sponsorship for that position. So that offer was retrieved and rescinded. No amount of explanations changed their minds. Even on letting them know he could pay for his visa himself, they rejected him after discovering this need. Since the reason for rescinding the offer was clearly unreasonable, we decided to embark on an intensive three days fasting with night and day prayers invoking the blood of Jesus and Koinonia's altar on the issue. My husband listened to the sermon titled, Disgrace Called Favor, and I followed through the UK conference, submitting my prayer requests. On a Friday, the third day of the fast, my husband was led to pray continually until at least 3 p.m. Unknown to us, there had been an ongoing meeting between the human resource office and some top level leaders of the institution debating on my husband's offer. This meeting ended around 3 p.m. And few minutes after 3 p.m., my husband got a call from the human resource officer stating that his offer has been reconsidered 
and they are employing him. Can we join them and celebrate the name of the Lord? Tell your neighbor, you are next in line for your testimony. Also tell them, don't give up. Hallelujah. The next is that of Caroline from Kenya. Caroline says, during the first session of the UK conference, as the program began, I submitted my CV for a job. At the end of the service, Apostle prophesied saying, return the following morning with testimonies. That's the day two of the conference. And then he also said, many of you will go home and find email alerts waiting for you with good news. I believed that word. I believed God. The next morning, tell your neighbor the next morning. Caroline says, I woke up to an alert concerning the job. Now notice, she just applied the day before, just before the conference. I had applied for, during the conference, the email asked that I complete a case study, which I did and submitted. The following week, I was invited for two interviews. I passed all of them, and I have now received my offer letter. The salary, listen to this, the salary is six times higher than my previous salary. Can we join Caroline to celebrate the Lord? You are not celebrating God, you are getting used to these testimonies. I think I'll just take one more, we still have a lot. The Daniels family. The Daniels family says, our gratitude to God for Apostle Selman's being a great blessing to the nations. This is from the United Kingdom. And for saying yes to God's call to Manchester. We were fed spiritually with the word of truth that transformed our lives and that of our children. We received impartations from the Lord. We have been empowered and the fire of God in our lives have been rekindled for evangelism prayer and many more listen to this our children asha of seven years and zoe of six years said this god touched their hearts and they feel so powerful children of seven and six enough to raise the dead open blind eyes and the deaf ears in the name of jesus because of the things they saw during the conference that's the extent to which the faith of our children came alive. The Bible they have been reading became a reality before their eyes. As they saw tangible, notable evidences of miracles, testimonies, and the wonder-working power of God through God's general apostle. Can you celebrate God at this instance? Also during the conference, our children were filled with the Holy Ghost and they started speaking in tongues. The Daniels go on to say, we were fed physically by Apostle Selman as arrangements for packs of delicious jollof rice, chicken, and plantain were provide, provided for us volunteers during the conference. Somebody's already feeling like I should have been there. Hallelujah. We were clothed with anointed Koinonia branded t-shirts. We appreciate Apostle Selman for his selfless love shown in this apostolic visit to the united kingdom we see jesus in him and we see jesus in his ways 
We have never seen nor been to a glorious program such as this. The conference felt like heaven and how sweet heaven will be. Can we lift our hands and just bless the Lord for all these testimonies? Bless the Lord tonight. As we wait in anticipation to receive other testimonies from our brethren here. Hallelujah. Your name, ma'am, and what the Lord has done for you. Praise God, Cornelia. Hallelujah. My name is um, Mary Okobia. I am an evangelist. But I become evangelist when I knew this Koinonia. I was, um, I've been oppressed by demons 2021 until one of my younger brother came to the house and he was listening to Apostle message titled by Fatherhood of God. And by then all hope was lost. But after I listened to that message, I found courage. I was like, that means all hope is not lost. I can still go back to God. So I, I am coming from a family that we are an idol worshippers. Nobody know about God. Even if you have issue, you have to run to native doctor. So, and everybody, people was dying on family and all manner of sicknesses in the family. And nobody is growing. Even my father retired, nothing to show my mother to today. She could not collect her gratuity after three years. So, I came here when I came to the service to Colonial. Then I, uh, I, was, I was here when daddy was given the summon of uh, uh, let them have dominion part three. I said, wow, so this is the issue. I, I feel like, God, let me be the sacrificial lamp of my family. I want to stand in the gap. So I started looking for God. I was hungry for the word. I was so passionate about God. But the first day I came, I gave my life to Christ on this altar. Hallelujah. And uh, after then, I had an encounter with Daddy. I, kept, I, I keep coming here, and I joined the prayer band member. Uh, and uh, when I, I came here, the last miracle service of uh, last year, like April, then I went back. I had an encounter with Daddy in the dream when he was declaring grace on me, and I saw light from heaven that fall on me. And I fell under, I fell on the ground. After some days, I noticed the, I, I, I feel a sensation one of my side, and there was a great presence of God around me. And um, I began to go out for evangelism. And when I go out, I preach for people, and I'm about to pray for them, and people started manifesting. I was like, wow, can this be real? So I, I was, I continued doing it. Since that last year, I was doing the, the evangelism until things begin to get tough again. Tough to me, I could not get money to come to the service again. I could not get money to go to the prayer department again. I was in the house. And when I read the word, the word will tell me that, ah, there, there will not be food in your house today. And the word will come to pass. There will not be food to eat. I started begging. I was so stagnant. I don't know where to go Mom, again. Mom, can you go to the testimony now? Yes, sir. Yes. Sorry, sir. So I'm from there, and I lost hope. I lost courage. I, that passion again was, was off me. I, I was not having passion for God again. Then I, last miracle service, I came here. And before I came, I feel the presence of God again around me. And uh, after the service, I went back. Last, last uh, week, Monday, I have this prayer group that we are praying together. And before I know anybody I join my faith with, they will begin to shout fire. Everybody was manifesting. And there was massive deliverance around those that moment. 
That's my first testimony. And the second testimony is about my brother who introduced me to this place. He's a, um, he's a personnel, an Air Force personnel. And uh, during his service, seven to eight years, there was nothing in his life. The work was so barren to him. No breakthrough, no promotion. And this office he's working for, he has no opportunity to work with generals. But nothing was coming forth for him. Until I started submitting prayer requests here, I cried tirelessly to God that God should intervene to him. And he came to me about two months ago. He said, ah, sister, God has did it all. I said, what is that? He said, ah, I have been shortlisted to, to uh, Turkey. Okay. To Turkey. And in my family, nobody has ever traveled abroad. And that, that, that shortlisted come with a promotion again. So... This is my, the second thing, and the third testimony was about me. And in my family, nobody gets married. Nobody used to get married legally. We used to have children outside wedlock. And it even happened to me too. So I was crying. I said, God, I give my life here. I don't want to go back to my former life. Come and settle my case. So much miracle service I was here. I submit my last um, prayer, request. prayer request. I was like, this is the last prayer request I will submit here. And I waited. From there, I went to daddy and he laid hands on me. He said, go and come back with testimony. And before I know, my baby father called me that I should prepare that he's going to pay my bride price. So I was like... <laughs> so, Are you celebrating tonight or what? <laughs> so as if uh, it was not enough, we prepared, we wanted to go, and he's the military personnel. They're supposed to give him pass. And when that day came, the, the officer said, he's not going to give him pass. So I said, ah, this is another strategy of the devil because it is the will of God for me to settle. So I, I told one of my friends that we used to pray together, and we declared three days fasting. And our, our the message, the listening of the... <laughs> Can so, we join Mary Okobia to celebrate God? So when I went She's there, And uh, the man came and we prayed that the man should go and meet him that I give you your pass. And that day he came and met my husband and he said, where is that soldier that want to go for pass? He said, I'm the one. He said, you can go, go and join the van. And my husband came, we went and do our traditional marriage successfully. Thank you. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, God will settle your matter. I can't hear you. Tell your neighbor, God will settle your matter. Can we celebrate God one more time tonight? Hallelujah. Your name, sir, and what the Lord has done for you. Good evening, Koinonia. Good evening, sir. I'm Peterson Mugodo from Zimbabwe. I'm excited today to be here. I'm excited to be in the presence of God today. It's my birthday. I'm also celebrating my birthday wow. in this place. Happy birthday, sir. Thank you. Koinonia, truly, I have been helped by God, and I'm a recipient of his lifting and restoring power. I'm a mechanical engineer by profession, so immediately after I came out from college, I was able to get a good job, so I started saving up so I can start a business. I started a transport business, and I had, I had some taxes, and things were going on well to the point that I left my secular job so that I could focus on my business calling. Things were going well until I, I decided to scale up my business. 
I bought a truck, and after that, everything that could go wrong started going wrong. From Take it slow, slowly, slowly. So we can follow you. Can we make him comfortable? Can you celebrate him? He's all the way from Zimbabwe. You're welcome, sir. All Thank right. You. Okay, so I had uh, saved up, so I started a taxi business, and things were going on well. I decided to leave my secular job so I could focus on my business calling. So things were still going on well until I decided to scale up the, the business. I bought a truck, and immediately after that, all things started going wrong, from mysterious accidents to unreasonable breakdowns in suppliers, uh, our clients were taking long to make payments. So before I knew it, I was drowning in debts. And in a space of three months, I literally lost everything. I had nothing again. Then um, I had to move in back with my parents. So during that time of distress, I became a shadow of myself. And during that time of distress, I came across a message by Apostle where he mentioned that there's a spiritual meter that monitors the rising of men. And uh, you won't go beyond a certain threshold without a negotiation or at least a spirit breaking up, you up. So I realized I've been doing business by the arm of the flesh and uh, my business was just a board without a spirit. So I knew if I had to make impact in this life, I had to be on the Lord's side. So immediately I received Christ as my personal savior. Then, <laughs> then uh, after that, God took me to a season of pruning that is from January 2021 up until July. During that time, all I was doing, was, nothing was happening much. I was just praying, fasting, and studying the word. I tried to apply for a job again. I couldn't get any. My sister came with a business proposal three times, but the Lord wouldn't let me take it. So people around me, they started misunderstanding me that I didn't have anything that I was doing, yet I was turning down an opportunity to make a living. But uh, one of the things that kept me going was the word in one of the songs that I heard from Apostle by John Moen. Though we are few, we are surrounded by many who have crossed that river before. Yeah, so I kept on going. Then uh, in July, I had a pressing in my spirit that uh, the season of training was over. So I knew from what Apostle taught us that restoration is only tied to the prophetic. So I knew there was a need for a prophetic voice to echo restore in my life. So I traveled down to Abuja for the July miracle service. I met God his servant. He prayed over me. Immediately when I went back, God told me now, it is time to start that business I was stopping you from engaging. So we now registered a company, a pharmaceutical company. Whilst we were waiting for the paperwork so we can start importing our own products, God miraculously led me to a local chip supplier. So I wanted to visit a friend. He gave me confusing directions. Then I got lost and I ended up at a certain warehouse. Then I'm now asking the security, do you know such, such a place? Then he told me he doesn't know it. Then I'm looking around. I saw a truck which was branded with a certain coffee syrup that is uh, first selling in our country. So I now asked, do you also sell these things? Then he said, yes, we are a distributor of many global brands, including pharmaceutical ones. So I requested to see the management. So I went in, they told me they only deal with a few big clients because of the volumes that they push. However, that's why the reason they, won't, they don't even advertise their business. However, because I was able to somehow find myself at their place, he said he would make an exception for me. Can I quickly okay. just run through it with him? So after that, they started supplying us at a cheap price so much that right now, our competitors, we have the best price among all our competitors, and I would like to give glory for that and for the restoring power of God. Thank you so much. All right, so this is Peterson Simba Mugodo from Zimbabwe. He's a mechanical engineer. He started working 
in the circular sphere and started a business on the side, taxi business, transport business. He's been buying a number of taxis. And then at some point in time, he scaled up from taxis to buying trucks. So as his business shifted to another, another scale, at that time, he resigned his job. And then he just noticed an attack. The attack brought him down so much so he entered into debt. And while in debt, he was lost, confused. He stumbled on Apostle's message, gave his life to Christ. And after giving his life to Christ, he heard something that Apostle said. Let me just read it out to you. Apostle said, there is a, thresh, there is a spiritual meter that measures the rising of men. You won't reach a certain threshold without a spiritual negotiation. So that brought an understanding to him why he came crashing when he scaled up his business. Because of that, he began to follow Apostle's messages back to back. And as he listened to the messages, the Lord told him he was put through a time of training and building spiritual strength from January 2021 to July 2022. July 2022, the Lord gave him a signal that the training period was over and he could start his business. He started his business, a pharmaceutical business, and now they just hit a major breakthrough in that business. Can we join Mugodo to celebrate the Lord for his testimony? All right, ma'am, your name and your testimony. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, my name is Oluwa Similei. Um, sometime July 2020, I experienced a separation in my marriage. It was really bad, very bad and a hopeless situation. So um, I, have t I had two kids at that time. They were really young and I didn't know what to do, but um, I left the marriage because I needed to leave. So the first message of Apostle that I started listening to that time in my depressing moments was Mystery of Deliverance. I went through the whole series, and from that time, I've been listening to a lot of his messages, and God has been faithful. So I learned to actually stop focusing on God to restore my marriage, but God to work on me and restore me and fix me. So I've been having a very wonderful relationship with God since then, and I've been enjoying myself. So last, um, last month, I had some break to take a personal vacation, and I decided to come to Abuja to Koinonia for the first time. I came from Ogun State, and um, that was April 16 when I was here. So when they said the first time I should fill a form, I filled my prayer request, and the second on the list was I told God to give me a full restoration in my marriage. My husband has been communicating since last year, though, but then... You know, when someone calls and says, I want to talk to my kids, I want to check on them, I wasn't really sure what was going on. But I told God that day, I wrote it down, and I took a snapshot of the prayer request. And the last point I wrote in the prayer request was that God should make me a witness of his restoration power to the end of the world. Because when I did my personal retreat in December, God gave me Acts 1-8, and he explained it to me in a way that, to me, you won't just be a witness of me, you'll be a witness of my restoration power to the end of the hurt, and I held on to that word. So I left here last month, went back home, and um, I didn't even know I was, it was going to happen so fast. I, didn't even, I wasn't expecting to come back here again until next year, because I told God that when next I come to Koinoni, I'm going to testify. So I came here yesterday, on Friday, for a program, also something related to restoration of marriages, and um, I got here, when I got here today, as I was seated upstairs, I went back to the snapshot of the prayer request I snapped last month when I was here. And I saw the second, oh, okay. So yesterday, 
few days ago, my husband has been sending a message to me that he wants to talk to me, wants us to talk. But I was scared because each time we talk, it's always very bad. And, you know, we end up arguing and I wasn't ready for that. So I was postponing it. He's been telling me for like three days. But yesterday, I decided to just say, okay, let's talk. And, you know, all those MTN extra cool call we used to have that time in those days. That was what we had. And it was for the first time since 2020 when we had that separation, we've not spoken like that. And we spoke for more than two hours. And my husband, that he used to apologize, he started listed, listing out things and he was saying to me, for this, I am sorry, for this, I am sorry. He started listing it all out. And, and again, uh, so because he's no longer in Nigeria, he actually left the country when we separated. And then now he was now telling me that, okay, so how do we come back together? Where are we going to settle? And I've been having... And I've been having a particular country in my mind that I was planning to relocate with my kids. I didn't even want to tell him. I was trying to code it. And then he just mentioned the country that would you like us to relocate there? And I was like, <laughs> I really want to thank God because it looks so simple, but 2020 till now has not been easy, but God has been faithful. And now the Acts 1-8 that God gave me, in fact, that's the that's my testimony when God said he will make me a witness of his restoration power to the end of the world and I think I was thinking maybe he will be taking me from country to country to tell people about how he has restored me but standing here today and sharing this testimony of my restoration is actually taking me to the end of the world can we join Mrs. Oluwati Milane to celebrate the Lord hallelujah sir I need to say this to you sir while you were not around there was a testimony of a family in the United Kingdom. Their children of seven and six caught so much fire during the conference. They were speaking in tongues and they were telling their parents that we feel like raising the dead and opening blind eyes because of the miracles they saw. The Bible came alive to those children because of that conference. And I just thought to celebrate God's grace on your life, sir. Can we celebrate God and give him all the praise? Church, are you giving God glory tonight? Can we celebrate the Lord? Can we just sing to the Lord and magnify him? We are grateful, oh Lord. We are grateful, oh Lord. For all you have done for us. Hallelujah. We One more time, we are grateful, Lord, we are grateful, oh, Lord, we are grateful, Lord, we are grateful, oh, Praise God. Please, before you take your seats, can we celebrate the doer of all, the King of kings, the Lord of lords? 
Is that the best you can do for Jesus? Please go ahead and celebrate him. Praise God. Please, before you take your seat, I know I'm not qualified to do this. Please, can we celebrate our Father? Please celebrate our Father. Come on, celebrate our Father. Celebrate God's grace. Thank you. Please take your seat. Daddy, thank you. We are grateful. Thank you so much for your love. Praise God. It's offering time. I'd like you to package your offering, your seed, your prophetic seed, your kingdom investment. Please, if those paying their tithe, can we have those paying their tithe to make their way to the front? Second Corinthians 9, verse 6. Those paying their tithe, please, can you make your way to the front? He said, but this I say, he who sows sparingly shall reap sparingly. And he who so bountifully shall also reap bountifully. Seven. Every man, according as he proposed in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly nor necessity. For God loves a cheerful giver. He said, let every man give as he has proposed in his heart. So giving starts from your heart not grudgingly nor of necessity. Paul told us that God loves a cheerful giver. So you should be excited, you should be happy that you have the privilege to give to the great giver. I'd like you to package your offering, your tithe. Whether you are following us online, you are here, you are not with cash, please just signify the PR officials who get the POS across to you so you can pay your tithe and give your offering if you are making a transfer, all transfers should be done in favor of the ministry. I believe strongly that the ministry account detail will be, is displayed on the screen. Please take advantage of the USSD code to pay your tithe to give your offering. I'd like you to lift up your offering, lift up your tithe, lift up your transfer to heaven and speak to God. While we are still waiting for titles to come, please speak to God. You have seen what God is doing in this ministry. Speak to God concerning your tithe, concerning your offering. He said, bring all the tithe into my storehouse that they may be meat. Prove me now with what? Prove me with your tithe. Say, the Lord, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you a blessing. Paul speaking. He said, for God is able to give your seed another body. Please pray. We're still waiting for titles if you are any part of the world you are paying your tithe, please take advantage of the ministry account detail. Speak to God. We are still waiting for the titles. Pray. Be intentional about your giving. Be intentional. Lord, let the oil of financial fortune come upon me, O God. I'm tired of begging. I'm tired of borrowing. Give me wisdom. Let your favor come upon my life, O God. I've heard people testimony. Lord, give me a testimony. I've come to honor you with my seed. I've come to honor you with my tithe. Open unto me, O God, the windows of heaven. Open unto me the tulip gate of the city I live, O God. Pour upon me fresh dimension of wisdom and favor. In Jesus' precious mighty name we are prayed. Father, we thank you for everyone that have come to honor you with their tithe, with their offering. Lord, we pray that the blessing of tithe and giver will follow them in the name of Jesus. We pray that the Lord who reward men will reward you. In the heart of men to honor you. 
we release you to go and return with testimony. In Jesus' precious mighty name, we have prayed. Please cast your seed, your offering with joy and gladness of heart.
your hands to Jesus, the Son of the living God, and just bless him tonight. Let him know that you are here because you love him. Let him know that you are here because there is a longing in your heart for more and more and more of him. Someone express your desperation, your hunger, and your thirst. We desire to know you. We desire to know you. We desire to know you. We desire to know your ways to access your wisdom. We desire to live for you and to love you all the days of our lives. Hallelujah. John, John chapter 17 and verse 3 says, And this is life eternal that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. One more time, I'd like you to pray from the depth of your heart that my everything cries for you. Lord, I pray that you give me an encounter tonight. My everything cries for you. Kali Shaba Sobrandigebalatos. You are my life, you are my relevance, you are my hope. I build my life and my destiny upon you. I trust you with my life, I trust you with my everything. Give me an encounter tonight. Lift me up, take me higher. Let me encounter your presence, your spirit afresh. For in Jesus' name we pray. For in Jesus' name we pray. The house of God is a place and remains a place for encounters. That when we come, we meet the God of the Bible. We encounter even Jesus, the son of the living God. Hallelujah. And it's important for you to not get distracted. I know that, you know, when we come, we meet family and friends. But especially when the word comes, your attention must be on Jesus. Because one word that comes from the Lord that is received in your spirit and understood will transform your life forever. Hallelujah. Father, help us tonight. We submit to your wisdom and we declare that you will bless our hearts tonight. In Jesus' matchless name we've prayed. God bless you. Please be seated. Welcome to the house of God. The psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to make up your mind afresh tonight that you will not only be a spectator, but that you will be an active partaker of all that God is doing, especially in this house. You can make up your mind and say, my portion 
as far as God's prophetic word is concerned, I insist that my portion must come to me. As far as the knowledge of God is concerned, as far as the results that you command that bring him glory. And this will require you to be very intentional about receiving the word. You're not going to be careless over the word and then expect an excelling life. It does not happen that way. You have heard me say it and it bears repeating again that God's method is always his word. God's method is his word. His method for lifting is his word. His method for transformation, his method for deliverance is his word. He sent forth his word and the Bible says his word healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Tonight you have come to hear, to see, to receive into your spirit. May your portion not elude you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. In 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4, 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4, Paul was teaching his son in the gospel, Timothy, and he made a very interesting statement. He said, who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth? God now, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth? Two very profound desires in the heart of the Father. Number one, that all men be saved but then he takes it a step further that they should not just stand at the gate of the kingdom but that they come into the knowledge of the truth who will have all men saved and have the ones who are saved now to progress in their work until they come into the knowledge of the truth truth is very powerful the Bible has so many things to say about truth. Jesus himself said, I am the truth. I am the way, he said, I am the truth and the life. I am the way, I am the truth and the life. I am the way, I am the truth and the life. Truth here does not just mean a correct information. No, it's beyond just a correct information. I am reality personified. Are we together now? He says, no man cometh to the Father except by me. So when we come to the house of God like this, among the many things that happen to us is a communication of truth. The Bible tells us that the signature characteristic of the truth is that it sustains the power to liberate. He says, and ye shall know the truth. He says, and the truth shall make you free. That means if it does not make you free, it is not the truth. And unfortunately, please listen, unfortunately, there are many believers with so much accumulation of spiritual information without the corresponding liberty that should come from them. Are we together now? For such people, the Bible says, ever learning and never coming to the knowledge of the truth. That means when you begin to discuss along the lines of many areas in the kingdom, they would quote verses, correctly so. They would share thoughts and ideas, correctly so. Except that when you look at their lives in light of what they claim to know, there is no corresponding liberty. Ye shall know the truth 
and it says if it is the truth indeed it will make you free it will make you free that means i know you have found the truth when i do not see bondage in that area again if you are still in bondage in that area you have not found the truth or you are in the process of exploring the truth and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free it didn't say ye shall know an information mm -mm. ye shall know the truth and the truth here of course talks of scripture sanctify them by thy truth it says thy word is truth so when you understand the truth please listen already by the time you understand the truth as far as the various areas of your life and your christian adventure is concerned at the end of all that all that you will be left with is liberty liberty that becomes so compelling that your life becomes a praise to the nations it becomes a consolation to you this is why you are here tonight that every time you come expect liberty because what you are hearing is the truth that means you are not just writing or listening whilst you are listening you should be looking at that area of bondage and expecting to be free from it are we together now yes the dimension of truth that comes is a dimension of liberty that god is bringing for you you should be able to receive it in the name of jesus i will not be at this level again light has come truth has come the word has come and the assignment of the holy spirit is to breathe upon that truth and add power to that truth so that when it leaves the altar here and comes to you it does not just enter your ear as an information while your ear does the hearing the power of god moves past your hearing to the, your destiny and begins to search for the areas that must be corrected this is the assignment of the word in partnership with the holy spirit are we learning already so when you come to the house of God, expect to hear truth. And let me tell you this. The Bible says to receive with meekness the engrafted word. You know what meekness is? The quality of humility, malleability, open-heartedness. Many times believers come to God, but they come with their preconceived ideas already from wherever it came from. And sometimes it is very difficult for us to be malleable enough. So when the word of God is coming, sustaining the power to transform, sustaining the power to change, you find out that a believer can be seated having old ideas, wrong ideas, even demonic ideas. And now the word of God is coming in all its strength, its might and the ability to liberate. But because we are unwilling to give up those wrong ideas, those old ideas. We remain loyal to ideas that are unscriptural and do not work. I tell you again that if it is truth, it must make you free. If it does not make you free, it's time to reconsider that orientation. Hallelujah. This is very important. I am greatly burdened by many believers who are faithful congregants. They attend church Sunday service, midweek services, prayer meetings. But then with time, you cannot see the excellency of this divine life finding expression in them. Do you know, I sense that there is a growing frustration among believers. And I'm hoping it does not get to a point where it translates to rebellion 
against church and the things of God because nobody will camp indefinitely around an environment where you continue to exercise a lot of physical and spiritual energy without corresponding growth, corresponding transformation, and corresponding results. Nobody was designed to camp indefinitely around an atmosphere of failure. Are we together now? The consolation that comes to us as believers is that whilst we serve God and we spend time investing in the word that there be a commensurate advancement there are results that must show in our lives and if our lives become indefinitely bankrupt of result it will deflate our passion you will no longer be serious about the things of God well let me just go for the sake of it but you are there and you are not there again hallelujah this is very important. The Bible is very clear as to the fact that the life that we have received, this divine life, this Zoe life, this God life that we have received, if you are saved, you are born again. Scripture assures you that you have right now within your spirit, the life of God and the Bible describes that life in many ways it calls it abundant life it calls it an invincible life are we together now yes we have been called to a life of victory we have been called to a life that reflects the multifaceted power and wisdom and the grace of God remember in Ephesians chapter 3, when you read verse 10, the Bible says to the intent that now unto principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known by you and me, the ecclesia, the church, the manifold. The word manifold here is multifaceted, multidimensional wisdom of God. When you back down to chapter 2 and verse 10, chapter 2 and verse 10 says we are his workmanship created in Christ his workmanship the tools that he uses to reveal himself created in Christ unto good works which God had before ordained that we should walk in them if this is true then it must be made manifest in my life and it must be, it must be made manifest in your life so know it for a fact that the life that we have received is not a life of defeat it's not a life of failure are we together now find a way of convincing yourself that i have when i was delivered from the kingdom of darkness like the bible says into his kingdom the kingdom of his dear son that translation had a destiny implication that you have not just been called from darkness to light from foolishness to wisdom from a life of misery and failure into a life of excellence but that the bible says that we should show forth the excellence of him that has called us from out of darkness into his marvelous light he says you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people that you should show forth is the greek word doxazo i mean the the, 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 the word is doxazo to show forth a display of the praises of him that has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light we have been called to a life of victory i will never accept any teaching that seems to make me comfortable with a defeated life i do not believe that not now not never are we together 
I believe that when I gave my heart to Jesus Christ, there was a destiny implication. Listen, we need to restore value to what the life of God carries because it looks for many people that the only hope, the only advantage that comes with the Zoe life they have received is life after death or life beyond death. No, no, no. Are we together now? A victorious life here and now culminating to a life of victory and excellence even after now and beyond this realm this is the life you have received very very important settle it tonight that I have been called into a victorious life when I gave my life to Jesus regardless what is happening now listen listen Satan is a master of the sense realm so whilst you are making these confessions of faith or while you are allowing this orientation to sink into you Satan begins to use all the things that are around you to say you better not lie to yourself whilst you are talking now there are bills your children are going haywire your life is scattered like the dear sister who shared her testimony your marriage is scattered and when you see all these things you come back to the realm of the flesh it's true it's true it's true but you must believe by the power of the Holy Ghost you must believe that this life you have received is an invincible life it's an indestructible life it's not the God kind of life is God's very life it's not the kind it's his very life the Bible calls us partakers of his divine nature. Are we together now? Yes. According as his divine power, he says, hath given us all things that partake unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us into glory and virtue. It says, whereby hath he given us this exceeding great and precious promises that by them we might be the partakers of his divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. So you have to realize that God in his mind, in his thinking, at the back of his mind, administering that life to you, is upgrading you to a life, upgrading you to his realm. No wonder Paul would teach us that we are seated in Christ. This is not just some Pentecostal jamboree. It's a spiritual reality that if you believe, you now give it room to begin to manifest in your life. Don't say, Apostle, it has not yet manifested. It is the believing first. Then it begins to manifest. There will never be a manifestation until there is a believing. Are we together now? The life of God in a believer has a destiny implication. I wrote here, the manifestation of the divine and victorious life. Watch this now. The manifestation of the divine and victorious life depends on our knowing the truth and engaging the truth. As truthful as it is that we've been given the victorious life in Christ, the manifestation of the divine and victorious life, the manifestation of the divine and victorious life depends on our knowing the truth and then it depends on our engaging the truth. Please do not forget this. That means this victory that is captured in this life that we have received will never find expression in your life and my life until we know the truth and then engage the truth that we know. Please say, know the truth. One more time, shout it. Say, know the truth. Then say, engage the truth. Know the truth. 
engage the truth listen if i spend the rest of my life as a believer in failure defeat are we together under the yoke of demons and curses and all kinds of things it does not change the fact that the life i receive is a victorious life are we together now the diagnosis will be that i refuse to explore the knowledge of the truth or i refuse to obtain grace to engage the truth that i know it says now that you know these things happy are you if you do them now that you know these things saying i know i know does not produce results the first thing is you must eradicate ignorance by pursuing exact spiritual knowledge then when you find it you obtain grace because no man can do without the engracing of the spirit the value of his grace is to power that knowledge to see that you walk in keeping with the conditions that release the life that is captured in that knowledge do you understand me so far so many believers live defeated lives we sing songs we make confessions we jump around we pray and sweat for hours but you cannot see the corresponding victory it makes the believers experience an ugly sight to the world it makes people want to run away from god because the templates that we're selling to the world is a very irritating template dissipating energy in study dissipating energy in prayer being faithful in church activities with no corresponding result that brings glory to the name of the lord sooner or later you will be as frustrated as those who are watching you are we together yeah and i'm telling you right now it's an uncomfortable truth but you have to admit it that if there is an aspect of your life that is not yet revealing the glory of God I have taught you here that the glory of God is connected to his patterns that when you walk in keeping with any divine patterns you now sustain the authorization to release that dimension of glory in your life there are many many believers that are not interested in finding consolations to their Christian experience by commanding victories and results that bring glory to the name of the Lord. The manifestation of the divine and victorious life depends not just on what God has said, it depends on your knowing the truth like the Bible says and then obtaining grace from God to consistently engage the truth that you know hallelujah i wrote something down here and i wanted to listen and then write i said the average believer's challenge the average believer's challenge is the kind and the quality of spiritual orientation he or she has been exposed to the average believer's challenge lies in the kind and the quality of spiritual orientation he or she has been exposed to that means the limitation of my christian experience is not is not a limitation in terms of god's power or god's ability but oftentimes it is the limit of the spiritual orientation i have received the quality of the spiritual orientation that i have been exposed to i give you an instance if you were never taught look up please if you were never taught that God restores you will find out that your life will be bankrupt of restoration yet that possibility is in the dealings of God with men are we together 
if you are not taught that longevity is the heritage of the saints if you are not taught that God's destiny for you is to be above and not beneath if you are not taught that your life has been bought with a price that you live unto God that you are an ambassador pursuing the interests and the purposes of the kingdom you can live a very very a spiritually useless life just looking for what to eat, looking for how to make ends meet, as we call it, and never doing anything that is, of that is eternal in context, simply because you are not taught. So your spiritual orientation matters. That means the body of information that you receive from church, from women and women of God. It is the reason why you see me challenge men and women of God that we must upgrade our understanding because our limitation is what we impart to those who sit before us. That means there will be a widespread, if I decide to be limited in an area and I'm too proud or too lazy, are we together to contend for light in that area i will program my limitation upon you as you listen to me every day you will find out that my lopsidedness becomes imparted to you so that the areas have refused to receive results because i am teaching you from the lens of my limitation and this is what we have all across the body of christ respectfully speaking so there is a widespread communication of truth that is laced with a lot of gaps and limitations. And sometimes we teach it with such pride, there is almost no hope for correction. I know this, this is how it works, yet the result is not showing. And members shout amen to that error. They shout amen to that limitation. And they leave the church and execute that error as exact as they were taught only to program another cycle of pain may god open your eyes in the name of jesus christ the assignment of the teaching priest is to bring you light the truth of scripture line upon line precept upon precept that empowers you you know how to move from victory to victory are we together second corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14 i believe it says now thanks be to god give us that scripture which always causeth us to triumph in christ and make it manifest the server of his knowledge by us in every place thanks be to god which causeth us always to triumph first corinthians 15 57 it says now thanks be to god which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. These are scriptures that attest to the fact that our lives should not be mediocre, defeated lives. And there is no theology under any guise that should endorse the believers living in defeat and victory. No. Or, or defeat and, and mediocrity and failure. We have been called to a life of victory. It's as simple as that challenges may come it is not unusual my bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous but it leaves us with an assurance that the lord delivered him from them how many all are we together now what we largely have as believers is what i call isolated truths isolated truths. so we have pockets and pieces of the truth they are not lies, but they are isolated truths. And you see, when you know how God works, please let me your attention. 
when you know how God works, you would know immediately that finding a truth or a piece of the truth will not automatically culminate to victory. Are we together now? So we have pieces of truths and those truths are valid. So we keep having little results here and there, but they are not coordinated to produce the kind of victory that compels the world to see the glory of God in our lives because they are pieces and pockets of truth. Let me show you a scripture. A scripture that really, really blessed me. Romans 1.20. Romans 1.20. Let's read together. If you can see it projected. Ready? Read. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that we are... Let me break this down for you so you understand what Paul is saying here. Paul is saying, even if you are not spiritual, God was so determined to help you understand his ways that he programmed a parallel of the realm of the spirit in your environment. That means everything that works physically is a parallel of how the realm of the spirit works. So that if you claim you do not have the intelligence or the, the, the stamina to access the realm of the spirit, you can use biology, you can use nature, you will still learn of the ways of God. Are you getting that scripture there? It says so that we are without excuse. His, 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 his insistence that we understand his ways. He made sure that he created a parallel. For instance, if you do not understand the Trinity, how they function, you can look at a tree that the Bible says you are. You see the roots, you see the vine, you see the branches with the fruit. Are we together now? Everything that holds power and force on earth has a trinity expression water ice liquid vapor time yesterday today tomorrow that you can use nature you can use biology you can use sociology and you will still learn the ways of god with the accuracy of someone who accessed the prophetic that so that whether you choose to be serious or not, as far as knowing the ways of God is concerned, you should not be with any excuse. This is very powerful. So, if you are in doubt as to how God's victory systems work, how his dominion system work, all you need to do is look at your world and look at the things that he created because he used the same formula in creating them. And when I was studying for this, I was so, I was so blessed because it ministered to me. It just showed me immediately where the believer's problem is. The believer's problem is a problem of isolated truth that the truth has not been able to come together systemically to produce wholesome victory and let me your attention for a few minutes i want us to explore the human body as a case study since the bible tells us that we can use nature and the things that god has created physically to understand his ways there are many many truths that are powerful and many of us have received them but in isolation they will not produce wholesome victory i give you an example confession confession the average pentecostal charismatic of the spoken word you see and many of us have been trained and mentored to not play with our speakings and i have taught you that and that is a fact but if confession is the only truth you have and you know 
you are going to be disappointed because it was supposed to be part of a larger system that produces the wholesome victory of the believer are we together now isolating confession as the only parameter required for victory will eventually end you in frustration another example warfare and deliverance africa understands this very powerfully and if you're in this ministry you understand this very powerfully I believe in warfare and deliverance but not as the single and only key that brings wholesome victory for the believer that would be error are we together now that warfare and deliver deliverance has its place and its jurisdiction it becomes profitable only when it is connected to a larger body of truths please understand what I'm teaching you tonight isolating it and just believing or teaching that deliverance and warfare even prayer is the one and only key no you are going to be programming a lot of pain that will be waiting for you in the future is someone learning number three for instance don't write just listen it's hard work i'm giving you a lot of isolated truths as a case study hard work there are people who do not believe in prayer, do not believe in demons, for instance, do not believe in whatever it is. They just believe in hard work. Work hard. And then we use stories like there are great people, Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and all these guys. They work themselves out and look what they've been able to do. Hard work is the key. You are right. But if in isolation to other bodies of truth, you are bringing another version of error. Are we learning now? I hope that as you are listening to me, God is showing you where the problem is. That it's not that you are in complete ignorance, but you've, you've not been able to synergize these truths. For others, character and moral excellence. And as wonderful as it is, because in society, the moment you are an advocate of character and moral excellence, society seems to have a heightened respect for you. And that is correct. But there are many people who believe that just having character or moral excellence alone will magically make everything work out for you in life. So you have sincere people. They will not steal. They will not sin. They love God with all their hearts. And there is nothing. For instance, our missionaries. For instance, sincere advocates of the gospel. You see nothing working in their lives. The trouble here is that their children have been watching that mistake for a long time. And the children are all already making secret vows I will never be like this person and if we do not correct this a generation is going to come that will stand upon the grave of their parents and curse God to his face are we learning so I choose deliverance and warfare that is my key another person says I choose character and moral excellence another person says i don't believe in all these your things i'm going to confess the word that's my own there are none of them because you can see um little little results from those experiences meaning there is the power of god backing it but it was never supposed to be in isolation now the human body i wrote here is the most visible clue to how God designed the believer's life to function. Let me take it again. The human body is the most visible clue to how God designed the believer's life 
to function let me take it one last time the believers the, the believers the human body now biology bi biology now i'm speaking biology the human body is the most visible clue to how god designed the believer's life to function that means if you can understand how the body functions then you can understand how the believer should function you can understand how victory is wrought look at me please ladies and gentlemen you are seated here because you are alive and you woke up this morning am i right on that you most likely stretched yourself took your bath ate laughed did all kinds of things walked and did so many things to find yourself here now you are listening to me there are many things you take for granted but medical science will teach us that just to be able to listen to me you will have to examine the many things that are working in your body to make listening and understanding happen are we together there are people for instance who have dementia it's a condition where they forget things am i right on that and yet those people are not dead they are alive but a component of their life is wrong and look how much it can affect them there are people for instance who have stroke a part of them may be paralyzed because of something that happened to their brain they are not dead yet they are incapacitated in many ways now i want you to imagine the parallel of that in the spirit how many people carrying spiritual dementia they are born again how many people carrying spiritual epilepsy why because an aspect that was supposed to make for their overall health was deadened through pride through wrong mentorship or through complete ignorance have you had cases for instance now respectfully speaking where a patient is grounded and the only thing that moves in the patient is his eyes have you seen that kind of thing the hands cannot move the limbs cannot move and yet the person is alive he can't respond yet he's hearing you imagine that kind of pain some of us have had our loved ones go through that thing and you can imagine the pain looking at a human being an adult do you know there are many like that spiritually the only thing moving is their eyes. The only thing is that you saw them give their life to Christ. Spiritual hands not working. No progress. No nothing. The assignment of tonight's teaching is to bring permanent deliverance to that condition. If you believe that, shout a loud amen. amen. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to listen very carefully. I wrote here, the human body is composed of living cells medical science will tell us the human body is composed of living cells that are now organized into tissues into organs and systems this is what medical science tells us that what you call a human body is a composite of living cells that have been organized into tissues organs and systems I did a little study while preparing my notes and I just want to make reference to a little material that I consulted just to help us understand how this works because in the name of Jesus the gates of your destiny must be opened and your life must become a praise to the nations in the name of Jesus Christ now in studying I came across several materials that I consulted and i was just trying to see how many systems are in the human body just as a way of showing uh, and and of course 
the references are relative i'm not teaching professionally i'm just trying to communicate a point now watch this i i read here that the human body has at least nine systems grouped together and i'll run through them for you you may write or you may listen in any case just make sure it enters your spirit are we together now number one here is called the integumentary system that composes of the skin and associate structures and the assignment is to protect the body from harmful microorganisms that means the integumentary system that is composed of the skin your skin as you know so that is a system do you know that there are people who are alive and you've seen them with skin infections is that a good sight to behold are we together i have prayed for many people who have had acute breakouts of boils or some kind of skin infection you know maybe eczema whatever it is and sometimes you see lovely people but that is not a good sight simply because one system was faulty can i continue number two here is the musculoskeletal system or you can call it your skeletal system mixed made up of your muscles and your skeletal system consult the doctors if you are in any I'm not here to spell I'm here to teach just get what I'm telling you praise the name of the Lord the musculoskeletal system watch this now other references will say the muscular system and then the skeletal system is written here that is composed of the skeletal muscles and for an adult we're told that there are about 206 of them you must listen in the name of Jesus and the Bible says that the assignment watch this now don't be distracted the assignment is to move the body and to protect the, the, the internal organs. Imagine your organs without the bones and the skeletal system. Some of us are learning now for free that these bones that you have looked down on, when the Bible says he keepeth his bones and none is broken, it is because it has the assignment to protect you. Are we together now? That is just two out of nine. Are you ready for number three? The respiratory system is composed of the breathing passages lungs muscles for respiration it obtains air and the oxygen necessary for cellular metabolism is written here now the respiratory system this is one system alone do you know you can isolate the respiratory system and by focusing on it it looks like no other system is useful again because if you stop breathing you will die but there is a way to die while you are still breathing Am I right on that? Mm -hmm. Number four. This is koinonia. Number four. Are you ready? Thank you. Let's pay attention. The circulatory system. The circulatory system. Composed of the heart, the blood, the blood vessels and it circulates a transport fluid throughout the body so it's responsible for circulating blood oxygen and you know whatever is needed the circulatory system there are people who are alive but the moment this system is found wanting number one the kind of money you will pay to correct this condition you are still breathing and yet your entire life's earning can be invested to correct this with no hundred percent guarantee the circulatory system 
Can I give you number five? The digestive system. My medic is that medical people or koinonia people? Thank you. God bless you. Even if I don't score A, I will not score F. I reject F in the name of Jesus. The digestive system. Are we together? Composed of the mouth, esophagus, stomach, intestines, and it breaks down food into usable substances which are then absorbed from the blood or the lymph. This is what is written here. Are you seeing that now? How many people have gone to the hospital simply because something was wrong with their digestive system? Are they dead? No. Are they breathing? Yes. Can they hear? But they are still not all right. And they were, they were so not all right, they had to leave their house to the hospital. Are we together now? Ask the doctors. The hospital is broken into many, many sections that are dealing with many, many parts of the human body. You would think the hospital would just have an ICU and then a, a labor ward and that's all. But there are many other parts dealing with the human body. Look at the expensive machines that we invent simply because we are hoping that with advancement in technology we will rescue just one part of the human system. What makes you believe that by ignoring a particular dimension in the spirit you will have wholesome victory? I'm helping you using biology to understand what you may have been missing. So for some of us, maybe from the day you got born again, that spiritual digestive system has not even been working. number six the excretory system excretory system composed of the kidneys remember kidneys ureters urinary bladder and all of that it removes toxic nitrogen compounds and other wastes from the blood look up please have you seen a patient crying to raise money for kidney transplant do you know how much it is? I'm not a medical doctor, but you go to a medical stand, they will tell you. It is not, maybe Nigeria Naira should be within the range of maybe 7 to about 12 or 15 million Naira. Just for a kidney transplant. That is when you do find a donor and then it does not come with a 100% guarantee. The assignment of the excretory system is to remove wastes. To remove wastes from your body. There are people who have died simply because their kidneys packed up and every other thing related to that system. Number seven, the nervous system. The nervous system composed of the sensory organs, the brain, the spinal cord, and the nerves. And here's what it does. It transmits integrates and analyzes sensory information and it carries impulses to effect the appropriate muscular or glandular responses in the body this is what i'm reading i didn't write this credit to medical science are we together now nervous system how many people look at you and say who are you and you are saying me your friend they are alive but something has happened no coordination again are we still here 
brain damage spinal cord issues i have prayed for many many people and i say this without exaggeration many many people who who have have literally been grounded and left for dead because something happened to their spine and there was a complete damage completely number eight is written here the endocrine system the endocrine system is composed of the hormone secreting glands and tissues that provide chemical communication network for coordinating various body processes for instance hunger the impulses of hunger the impulses of stress and all of that did you know that if you do not have that endocrine system you will not even know if you were hungry you will not even know if you were satisfied what of you know several other things as as minute as these things are they add to the human being you see standing nine the reproductive system we're struggling today counting how many people are on earth because of this one system the efficiency of this one system look what it has done If you are with me say amen. amen so i just i just did a, a bit of, of of biology just to help you understand this reference here allows for about nine nine of the systems that make up the human body ladies and gentlemen for those of you who have family doctors and what you call a medical checkup when the doctor comes he checks you against these things am i right on that there are others that will require you going to the hospital you have all kinds of advanced tests to ascertain the health of these systems when a doctor says you are healthy what he's saying is that you largely have been examined across these systems and you've your body has been found to be functioning well or within the range that they define as healthy am i right on that now you understand romans 120 that the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen and being understood by the things which are made please look up i hope you know that no man assisted god in the building of man it was exclusively a product of his intelligence that means anything that wants to become an organism must subscribe to the same law he used to build the body no wonder the church is called the body of christ are we together now now i want you to think with me for a moment that all the truths that we know or should know are responsible for making the various spiritual systems that make up our lives work for instance understanding the laws of prosperity and the economic system of the kingdom you can liken it to any of these nine systems you can be healthy and strong you can be a missionary with character love god and yet that part of your life fails and it can cripple your life and push you to the corridors of compromise are we together now yes so in contending for the victorious life it is very very important that we make reference to the human body and see how God meticulously worked out systems that the skeletal system alone has about 206 bones the skeletal structure that make an adult 
if God went that far now do you notice something from this description that all the systems although they are powerful they do not all carry equal value is that true some systems and organs are more delicate than others that means in order of priority the doctor or the consultant will pay attention to seeing to the health of a particular organ even before the other I'm aware that there are doctors who may have a patient that requires multiple treatment and professionally they have been taught to focus on the vital organs that keep the person alive sometimes they may have to dress the person he will go and heal for months then return back am I right on that to carry out the other procedures this is listen biology should help us understand the ways of God show me a man who has promoted his digestive system alone and is alive and strong show me a man who has promoted his respiratory system alone and downplayed digestion and downplayed his neurological system but why do we now do this in the body of christ why do we now do this spiritually i choose prosperity alone anything that has to do with prayer i'm not interested or i am a prayer man i'm a deliverance man anything that has to do with impartation of wisdom is unnecessary that deception i'm announcing to you is it comes from the pit of hell and it is the reason why there is no wholesome victory in the life of believers hallelujah so many of us right now are likened to patients who can be healthy and yet there's something that is wrong and God desires to bring wholesome victory wholesome victory in our lives wholesome victory in our lives that you can be like someone who is so healthy and vibrant while we were in the United Kingdom having the conference one of the testifiers a dear woman and when she stood to testify she said she was 65 years and when I looked at that woman if you were told she were 35 probably she's even following now 65 years alive agile I've seen people who you have a, a daddy that your new bogu who comes here now I think this year he'll be 86 and yet he comes strong moving by himself only once or so or never gone to a hospital and his wife who is 10 years younger 75 when I go for programs in the East they show up together healthy and alive yet there's another person 31 and you have to be told that this person is not that old I'm not being sarcastic I'm just saying whether you look young or look old it's not god's fault is something you allow to happen to you is that true right now there is a heightened awareness the wellness industry is programming you know and pushing organic living there are many of you that's your business line you can tell us how to be healthy how to be strong that is the same thing i'm doing what you are doing biologically now is what i'm doing i'm i'm saying that there is a problem who knew before that there are certain foods that when you eat could accelerate your death rate am i right on that spiritually there are certain revelations that if you receive or don't live alone they will fast track your defeat it is true there are things about god there are things about satan there are things about life that must come under divine scrutiny so that there be an editing but i love the person who taught me that's not the issue even if it was Joshua Selman who taught you, let God be true and let every man a liar, be a liar. 
our loyalty to things that are maybe lesser truths or truths that are isolated or you know information that is not even truth we hold on to it this is all i've known and yet god is asking you tonight do you desire your tomorrow greater than your today then you must be willing to relinquish certain things when i receive advices from you know medical people and i, I have so many of them around my life they can advise and say listen take water do this do that do that that's the advice and sometimes how many of you know that you can see something you used to like or you still like and painfully so you remember the instruction that came from the consultant and you are there salivating hoping for a chance and you are saying i mean why did i meet this doctor to advise me i would have remained but you have a choice you can eat it and die or you can trust god for grace and leave it and then you leave Ladies and gentlemen, please hear me. I'm pointing something powerful for you tonight that I'm hoping you understand. Apostle, I saw my father love the Lord. He served the Lord with all his heart. But we had to go and eat in the house of certain neighbors. What kind of God is that? Uh, 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 let me answer you now. That is not a reflection of what God can do. It is a reflection of the human body again. And the inability to contend for wholesome health. Are we together now? That every time we allow a dimension of our body to not move forward, uh, the template we give the world can misrepresent God. So, if you have to learn God only from the lens of that missionary, what kind of God is this that has a missionary loving him with all his heart, serving him with all his heart, and yet the school fees of the children cannot be paid every time they are sending them back home, and then they come and they are praying, Oh God, will you not answer us? And yet there is an unbeliever giving scholarships to people under the same heaven. What kind of a God is that? It is not a description of God. It is a description of your state. Hmm. Hallelujah. So for instance, there are believers who are always praying, always praying, always, you know, casting out, binding something. And I'm not, a, I minister deliverance here, you see. But that's all they know. They will never sit down to learn the ways of God. And the devil has seen that there is a big gap. There are other aspects of their Christian life that has not been brought together. And so he keeps manipulating them and demons keep playing games around their destiny. And for a long time, after 10 years, they are still doing the same thing and not moving forward. Shalom, Shalom, Jehovah, Shalom. Shalom, you're welcome in this place. Shalom, shalom, Jehovah, shalom, shalom, you're welcome in this place. Watch this. How many of you have seen the athletes that win? Or footballers that play watch people who pack a stadium full
to watch 22 players in a field there's none of those players that will be able to go to that field and command your attention if they are not healthy are we together now some of them with with advancement in technology now have opened us up to their training routine what makes them the champions that we celebrate and you can see they will show you their dieting they will show you their workout structure are we right on that and that that is what produced that basketballer or that footballer because of the results they have commanded we have now even gone into their private life to probe do you know that what they are doing is the scripture that says let your light so shine before men that they may see your good deeds and now say how are you doing this that when men say there is a casting down yours is a lifting up and you tell them there is a system responsible for the empowerment of the saints do you know about it and they say i was never taught now you don't condemn them you say come let me show you and in one years two years like a patient who was sick you have corrected that part of them now he becomes a pastor with integrity but in addition to that he's empowered economically to send his children to school or you find one who is doing well financially but the knowledge of god is zero character zero and you tell him listen there is an aspect of the kingdom life you may be missing can i show you and the person says i thought money was everything i was mentored to believe once you have money whether you have character or not it doesn't matter and you tell him no there is a system in the kingdom the absence of character even with money will bring a deficiency to your life can i show you now you open that person up now he becomes a prosperous person having character or a preacher who is very administrative and loves God he can put things in place but the principles of building people methodically to make people who are mighty and of stature is not there and you bring him like Aquila and Priscilla and expound to him the way of the kingdom more perfectly now he does not just become a church administrator he becomes a teaching priest indeed or one who is a sound teacher but the messages are full of propositions without the engracing to produce results god can heal no healing god can lift no lifting god can bless no blessing you are blessed in jesus name amen no results and you can bring the person and say sir there is a system of empowerment in this kingdom that even when you have knowledge there is another system like the human body have you been taught that say no i was just taught that once i have the word that's all he said no problem don't feel bad over the person who taught you he did his best but let me show you there is another system where you tarry in jerusalem until you are endued with power even after three and a half years of mentorship by jesus himself you still need a empowerment that man receives that impartation and by next Sunday when he goes there in the name of Jesus be healed and suddenly to his shock something has come upon my pastor he's no longer just that empty teacher what has been added the patient is now better the patient is now recovering as I'm teaching tonight just imagine a patient in ICU and a doctor this time not Joshua Selman Jesus himself is fixing the many systems that are going wrong that at the end of it that patient will jump up healthy digestive system healthy respiratory system are we together all the nine systems I listed how could you be a failure under that condition of health thanks be to God which causes us always to triumph you believe what I'm sharing?
Then another person says there are no demons anywhere. Well, forget about all those demons thing. There's no such thing as that. But you are seeing the classic signature of oppression in all its definition. That the fact that you believe that already is a successful plot of darkness on your mind. And then you can come and say, listen, it is true that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. But there are dynamics to activating that truth. The same truth that brought us deliverance is the same truth that brought us healing. Yet there are believers who are still sick physically, including many preachers. That does not mean if you can still be sick as a preacher, sick as a man of God, what makes you believe you cannot be oppressed? It takes revelation. There is a higher dimension. But until you get there, you must administer all the truths. It is not a doctor's ultimate desire to remove a patient's appendix. Am I right on that? It is not the doctor's ultimate desire to put some metals in a patient. But those things become necessary processes if that's what will be involved to, for the survival of the patient. This is what we do sometimes. So even though in the beginning it was not so, in managing people, we deploy every scriptural mechanism that insists on their health. Are we together? Apostle, I don't know what is happening to me. I don't believe in myself again. I'm depressed. There's this mental health. I want to go and commit suicide. You think that's just because there's no job that's a spirit that's a spirit you know what it means to kill yourself where there are people begging for life they will give up anything for life yet another person will go and hang himself on a tree and kill yourself or take drugs it has to be a spirit how many people testify and they will tell you a voice was telling me kill yourself and die the devil stopped them from hearing the Holy Ghost. Yet without training, they can hear a demon spirit. Are we together? The assignment of that is deliverance. That when you come by the word, that spirit, in the name of Jesus, we command that devil to leave. And when that devil leaves, then we can now start mentoring and building the person now. Are we together? Closing that door by giving you a renewed spiritual orientation. See who you are in Christ and then to help you to stand. Imagine if all the doctors now said, once you are a Christian, you are not admitted in the hospital because Christ has died for your sins. You know how many of us will be left? There are 2.6 billion Christians on earth now. About a billion of them are Roman Catholics according to statistics. And then, you know, all other sects spread the remaining that is left. 2.6 billion people, thanks to the ministry of doctors. So when you read the Bible, you will see that none shall say in Zion, I am sick. Yet go to, um, why do we have a medical stand? Full of very excellent and exceptional doctors, by the way, and paramedics and medics. Why do we have such a stand when we believe in the power of God? Because of an expression of God's love and the insistence to attend to everyone at every level. Now, there is a level you can attain unto in Christ through growth and transformation. Are we together now? Yes. There is such a level that you can stand and literally 
be immune you would have conquered the realm of defeat but it does not just happen by impartation man shall not live by bread alone but by every word is is a progression of growth that depends on your level of alignment the quality of the truth you are receiving and the longevity of your stay in his presence but while that happens there are medical doctors that midwife people and i'm telling you that we are alive today thanks to medical doctors imagine the women who confessed scripture and said in the name of jesus christ i will not have cs i will have a normal delivery but eventually the doctor said you need to go through cs imagine if they refused and said i will not do cs they would have died for nothing and some of you will not be here are we together are you are you getting what i'm teaching you today the human body is alive and victorious simply because of this so if i jump this jump alone can you tell me how many systems were healthy to have made this happen if my skeletal system alone was faulty i would not be able to jump as little as this is i've been holding the mic for a while now did you know that there are people their their neurological system is so broken they cannot even handle anything ladies and gentlemen please hear me my call for you is what part of the kingdom truth have you ignored and look at the effect i'm giving you a medical parallel so that you will see could it be that something you ignored is why poverty seems to be ravaging your family i don't believe the prophetic prophets and apostles are all liars and fake no 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 there might be issues in the body of christ with the prophetic and the apostolic ministry but don't throw the baby and the bad water you will be going through issues in life that only the prophetic can solve and because you have made up your mind that that system will not work for you you will be limited for years over something that can be corrected in just five minutes imagine if saul continued to roam around to say he was going to look for the donkey by himself he probably would have died a beast in the in the wilderness would have eaten him for nothing and he said let's stop wasting this time there is a man a seer whose word does not fall to the ground as soon as he met samuel samuel showed him the value of the prophetic he said go up leave the issue that brought you here i will tell you what is in your heart is it not because the lord has anointed you to be captain over his inheritance and another chapter of his destiny opened Imagine Samaria without Elisha. Imagine Jesus without John. Are we learning now? So, congratulations for all you have learned. And thank God for we men of God who continue to do our best. And for as long as God grants us grace, we will continue to do our best to teach that which we know. But I beseech you by the message of God, that when you have an opportunity to contend for higher superior provable truths that you do not harden your heart doing yourself a disservice but that your heart be open the goal is not to say so 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 and so did not teach me well no that's not the idea but that we must be humble watch this now if i am a consultant say a bone a bone specialist that's my area of specialty with the whole description I've given you now imagine someone who comes to meet me and says um, dr. so-and-so I have a very serious problem with my kidneys 
I have a problem, you know, with the entire excretory system. And I said, well, that's unnecessary. The most important thing is make sure once your skeletal system is fine, you are going to be all right. Do you think that patient is going to leave? No. So for me to admit that my area of professionalism, I'm not a consultant in everything. I'm a consultant, I'm a, okay, I'm a bone specialist. Now you tell the person, well, when it has to do with this, there are people who are graced and given that, that understanding here. I can only attend to you and recommend. And this has been my call, especially to we men and women of God. Let us not destroy God's people because of pride. We do not know everything. Stay in your area of excellence and call. Give your very best. But be open and let God's people find holistic truth and development. This is not just to allow people to be careless and roam around from pillar to post, but we must be honest. I know it's an uncomfortable truth, but we must get to a point where we admit that we do not know everything. There's, there's not, there, it does not reduce you. Are we together now? There are many people who would have been healed today if only they were given a chance to see the value of healing. And sometimes, the way we act as men of God is the area we do not have grace for, we trivialize. We say it's not necessary. No, it's... See, do you know after COVID, there are many pastors here and they will bear me witness. Do you know that after COVID, many pastors went under pressure because members were incapacitated financially till now. There are pastors literally... I have the privilege of speaking with so many people and they say apostle I'm, it's almost as if we're in trouble because members are saying we were downsized we don't have jobs man of god you told us that god is able to help can the church give us scholarship and the and the woman has five children hundred hundred thousand for one person but when the word of god came to empower them economically you told them don't worry the most important thing is love the lord and we misquote scriptures that say don't worry about this take no thought of what to eat without understanding what the scriptures were saying by the privilege of god's grace and not to brag i say this with every sense of humility and responsibility i'm involved in the life of many families and many children believe me and I know how much is committed and invested literally daily and weekly to keep many families and many people alive and strong. And, so, and for most of these families, they are Christians. And you will be asking, okay, what was the system of mentorship they were exposed to? And why all these gaps? There are many young people now getting into fraud, internet fraud and the rest. And most of them are church people. And we're asking questions. They are praying in tongues. But while they are praying in tongues, they are about to cheat somebody in the night. Are we together now? Now listen carefully. And we may say it does not matter. Until the day the church starts grooming armed robbers. There are robbers that kidnap people and catch people and quote scriptures and even laugh. They are not ignorant people. It's just that there are systems we are ignoring in the body of Christ. And it's beginning to tell now. Artificial intelligence is taking over the place of employment. In the, many people are not prepared for the world that is coming in the next 5 to 10 years. Listen to what I'm telling you. Many believers will say it doesn't matter. I have God. God is all like you are right. But do you know the dynamics of allowing the power of God to work in your life? 
there is a generation that will be exposed to the world that they do not know anything about and i'm not talking of the next 20 years the next five to ten years there will be casualties in the body of christ if we do not restore wholesome knowledge that produces wholesome victories so we're going to have a bunch of people who will truly because you see the bible says for everyone that seeketh, find it there are people the only thing they are seeking is prosperity they are seeking the loss of the kingdom by fire by force and through diligence they will find it the trouble is if the only thing they find is prosperity when a man prospers and he does not have character he becomes a weapon of mass destruction to himself and to society then there will be a group of frustrated people who love the Lord, character, loving Jesus with all their hearts. And yet you find out that nothing will work in their lives. And in pain they will say, God, why did you do this to me? Other people were bribing, other people were doing all of that. And I avoided this because of my love for you. We've been shouting for a very long time. The wealth of the wicked is laid for the righteous. We've been saying these things since I was growing up. Till now, the wealthy people are getting wealthier and the church is suffering. We are suffering. We are getting into trouble. We are in debt. We are in all kinds of things. And those people sometimes watch with shock what we are saying. Because those things are true, but those statements are incomplete. The dynamics of the workings of those strategies we have not learned. Are we together? How about power? Sometimes we talk against herbalists and all of that. I would never promote evil and, you know, demonic things. But I'm saying that we, we say don't go to herbalists, don't go to the devil, don't do all of these things. Okay, I refuse to go to the devil and I've come to you, Joshua Selman. The truth is that I need you to help me. Things are not working in my life. And I say, well, things are not working just because you are not serious. And the person says, I'm a diligent person. What do you mean I'm not serious? As elaborate as what I'm saying is, this is speaking to the pain of many of you seated looking at me right now. There are many of you who already have accumulated frustration. You are just getting almost to a, a breaking point where it's as if look at our young people and their disdain for church there's not much of that happening because in africa we still have you know our you know our moral fabric is still is still intact to an extent but you go across the world and you see empty churches that you find a church with 100 people and they're celebrating they call that a crowd and yet a secular person or someone somewhere who is about to do something godless and from morning till night people pack up theaters and pack up everything celebrate and we think it does not matter wait until a godless society takes over the helm of government then you will see what happens preachers are getting discouraged because even they themselves are not understanding why this thing is not working again after preaching and writing books for many years, I cannot understand why this is working again. I thought the key was confession. I have confessed the word sincerely. I have done it with all my heart. What else is left? Oh, there is a lot that is left. I have walked in holiness and righteousness, you will say, loving the Lord sincerely with all my heart. What else is left? There is still a lot that is left. I've been diligent and hardworking. I sleep late in the night. I wake up early in the morning. I'm, I'm, I've given myself to trainings and, and the rest. What else is left? 
there is still a lot more that is left my assignment tonight is to provoke you to let you know that that victorious life in Christ is your destiny but like the human body ladies and gentlemen there is a call to explore the other dimensions that have not yet been added to produce wholesome victory. Otherwise, we are going to be quoting scripture. Thanks be to God who causes us to triumph and we will watch our loved ones sadly continue to die in ill health because we are not willing to explore the vast riches. What are the keys that control the healing anointing? What are the keys that control prosperity and wealth? What are the keys that control influence? What are the keys that control longevity? What are the keys that control excellence? What are the keys? We need to find these keys. It says, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom. I submit to you, there is no single man that has all the keys by himself. God himself will not even allow that. You can have all the keys work in your life and that by gleaning to the body, the larger body, through humility, to receive other keys that may not be in your personal experience with God. Are we together? Open your Bible and read and you will find what is written there. And you will see what is happening in your life versus what the Bible says should happen. It says your children are taught of the Lord and great is their peace. Yet you love the Lord with all your heart and you have trained five children. Not one of them is walking. Not one of them is risen. All born again, spirit filled. And every morning you hear the sound of those children. They wake you up with their prayers. You, they, you sleep while they are praying. And yet you are saying, what kind of a God is this? That after five years, he cannot give, even if it's one of my child a job. I am telling you, the problem is not God. There is something about the system he designed that we do not understand. Are we together? Yes. I'm born again, filled with the Holy Spirit. But people don't like coming around me. I don't even have friends. What kind of thing is this? It must be demonic. Okay, we agree that there are spirits there. Okay, you come for miracle service and these spirits are casted. Yet, after five months, you still don't have any friend. What is wrong? Another spirit. You may be having a journey forever that will cause you pain. The real key is to now go back. Now that that deliverance has happened, what are the laws that govern relationships? He that wants friends must show himself friendly. You learn people's skills. You learn the law of honor. You see, when you learn these other dimensions, you find out in one week, you can have great friends. And that includes your destiny helpers coming along. Are we together? I'm a man of God. But why is it that I'm not succeeding in ministry? I will tell you, among many other reasons, it can be that you are not providing the kind of results, the kind of value, even though spiritual, that is needed and useful. Can people come to you? Can they come and learn God from you and be sure they will not be disappointed? Can they come and you pray for them and they are sure that they will return with testimonies? Hallelujah. Listen, let me tell you something psychologists teach us that one of the indices the major index that measures our concept of happiness is progress i hope you know that that the degree to which you perceive you are making progress it would translate to joy in your heart and i can tell you it is true even as a man of god it is true i'll be wicked to just downplay i come here every week i'm happy 
there are so many people inside outside everybody i am happy god sent me but i'm happy you are coming because it is proof that the value is changing you it is proof that something is changing in your life are we together now if I can be happy as a man of God that I'm making progress, why will not I not want the people that God brings around me to also make progress? They may not be preachers, but what is wrong in you having your own house after 20 years? What is wrong in you at least having a car? It's not all about cars, but must you trek for the rest of your life? Is that the will of God? Say no. no. I can't be the will of God. And you know, sometimes we downplay these things and say it does not matter. And a gentleman was trekking since he was in, in college. And now after 30 years, he's holding four children and his wife. He's still trekking, praying in tongues for 20 years, quoting scripture for 20 years. Something is not working. It's not just about money. I'm just using this to show you that when a system is faulty in your life, there is the, the deficiency becomes clear and your children can come and inherit that deficiency. I vowed and I told myself that everything I had to suffer in my life, anybody that comes from me, physical, spiritual children will never go through that again. This is why you see me laboring to tell you this. It is from a heart of love. As for me, I believe the things I'm teaching and I'm honored. I thank God that I have my results to show. So if I do not love you, I will not care. I'll just say, let's come and pray and go. If you are fortunate to have a testimony, may God bless you. No, not here. Not here. I will insist in love. If it's to cry, we will cry together. If it's to pray, we'll pray together. If it's to be diligent, we'll be diligent together until your life becomes a praise to the nations. In the name of Jesus Christ. There are many people who have downplayed prayer. They are hardworking, but they do not pray because they do not know that in the place of fellowship, there is an advantage that comes upon your life. And so when you talk about prayer, they say, don't mind all these poor people. They are just praying because they are poor and broke. No, you may be making a mistake. And so most of them say the only demon is, you know, and they make all kinds of statements that should not be. Eventually, the person becomes a billionaire and one strike from hell and all that money vanishes back to my example on the human body i mentioned nine systems that i want you to pay attention to because i truly believe and you are to, if you are to be honest with yourself it's possible that one or more systems may be found wanting even if it has not gone to a point it has not packed up maybe it's declining you know how doctors can warn people and say look i checked your sugar level it's not yet so bad but be careful because you are you are having is going down or you, you understand that that's what god is doing to some of us the trouble has not yet manifested but it's on its way if you do not change write this down the believers victory please write this down the believers victory will only be made manifest by understanding and engaging the various systems of the kingdom the believers victory 
will only be made manifest please underline the word manifest the believers victory will only be made manifest by understanding and engaging the various systems of the kingdom what are the systems of the kingdom like the various parts of the human body there is the prayer system there is the speaking of the word you know there's the place for mental transformation there's the place for character and moral excellence there's the place for diligence i like to use the word diligence instead of hard work there's the place for relationships there's the place for the anointing there is the place for patience there's the place for mentorship these are the various systems that are responsible maybe i should run through a few of them again there's the prayer system designed to help men make contact with god i have taught you listen to my teachings on prayer the assignments of prayer in the life of the believer how about the place of the word confessing the word studying the word make reference to my teaching equipping the saints i preach it in zaria it's on our global page mental transformation there are many believers who do not subscribe for mental transformation they love God, they pray, they fast, but their understanding is so barren and unfruitful. It cannot purchase anything notable because of a level of mental bankruptcy. And I'm not just talking from an academic standpoint. Enlightenment, understanding how life works. The Bible says to be wise as a serpent and to be gentle as doves. It said, I send you as sheep among wolves. So be wise as a serpent. Why would God recommend a serpent when it has to do with having the wisdom of living in the cosmos? Mental transformation. Then there is a place of character. Then there is a place of diligence. There are people who pray and fast and study scripture, rightly so, but they never study the materials that lead to their excelling in their field of endeavor. The Bible gives you a holistic viewpoint of life, but as far as becoming excellent and gaining mastery is concerned, you have to be able to lay hold the area where God has called you into. If you're a career person, you must be excellent. You're a medical person, be excellent. Listen, there are two people who the Bible commended their prayer lives in the Bible. I, I don't want to take the time to teach on that, but just to teach you a very powerful lesson. One of them is Elijah. Elijah was even referred to in the book of James as a template to help us pray. But another person was Daniel. The difference between the two is Daniel did not just pray alone. Daniel was commended not just for his prayer life. Daniel was commended for the spirit of excellence and intelligence. And notice that of two of them, when we remember the one who had a systemic impact, we remember Daniel. They both prayed, but in addition, Daniel was intelligent. He was flawless. At least we know Elijah was an angry man. Because there are certain things about administration and leadership. If he learned, it would have added to his prayer life and made him a better presentation of God's ambassador. And this was what Daniel, I, Daniel, understood by books. You never see I, Elijah, in addition to this. He called down fire. Yes, I agree. He judged the prophets of Baal, but he ran away. He ran away. You remember when he ran away? 
You never see Daniel running away because he was preserved by wisdom. Even in a strange and a foreign land, there were other things he had that stabilized him. His prayer was exceptional. He dealt with the spirits of the Medes and the Persians. But my goodness, they sought for an occasion to mock God and they did not find any. He was flawless. Unbelievers testified that he had the spirit of the gods there. Can they say that about you in office? Or the only thing they'll say is that you pray and you fast. You are the, you are the poorest in terms of your job. You are, you, and you are saying, apostle, you have to pray for me. I want to become the CEO. I love you, but I love the company too. Should it go down just because? Do you get what I'm teaching you now? Listen, I thank God. I study and I pray. But let me tell you sincerely and I will not lie to you. There, there is a dimension of understanding that only books will give you. You have to buy the truth and sit down. Most people want a global ministry. They want a global life. And all they have been taught that is responsible for global influence is impartation. You see that? Impartation is a system in the kingdom. But the value of impartation is that it comes upon a mind that has been transformed. Transformed through knowledge. Transformed through discipline. What is the call today? God is calling us. Calling us to a life of excellence. Calling us to a life of victory. God is calling us to rewrite the mistakes of those who have gone before us and that if we keep following that template alone without finding what else went wrong to have produced the lopsidedness that we see in those who have gone before us we will reproduce the same results including the same limitations let me give you a final charge write this down I truly believe that in the days that come, the days that are before us, the Lord will have believers to focus on three areas. Many areas, but three areas. And this came by the Spirit for me, and I said I'll use this to wrap up my session so that we'll pray. There are three major areas that believers must focus on and contend for victory in experience. Number one, your spiritual health. Please write it down. Number one, your spiritual health that means this should be the areas of focus especially within the season that we're in now your spiritual health that includes your relationship with God Matthew 22 please give us from verse 37 we're reading down to 40 your spiritual health Jesus said unto him thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind next verse this is the first and greatest commandment 39 and the second is like unto it thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself it says on these two commandments hang the law and the prophet that means the purpose for all the law and the commandments that were given was a way of forcing you to achieve these two things to love the lord with all your heart and then to love your neighbor as yourself are we together now very important your spiritual health Romans chapter 8 from verse 35 Paul gives us a very intelligent rendition there he said who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness peril or the sword next verse we're reading to 38 as it is written for thy sake we are killed all day long we are accounted 
as sheep for the slaughter 37 it says nay in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us and then it says for i am persuaded may this be your persuasion tonight that neither death nor life read with me nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come uh-huh shall be able nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of god which is in jesus christ our lord your spiritual health that you must love the lord above and beyond anything above and beyond anyone it's been my emphasis our precious people sang it here that we must love him we must seek him loving the lord means that your prayer life must be up and alive loving the lord means that your fasting life must be up and alive loving the lord means that your word study life must be up and alive your passion for the house of god your passion for the things of god must be up and alive number two what is the second area god will want us to focus on in this season write this down your personal needs hmm. your personal needs and ladies and gentlemen please hear me do not downplay this take it as a prophetic instruction god wants you to begin to focus on your personal needs and get some results in place so that it can give you room to serve a bigger purpose are we together now yes your personal needs food shelter and all the personal things that you need to put in place if you don't think about it you don't plan it you don't take advantage of the grace of god to put things in place it will never happen hallelujah your personal needs that you make up your mind and say by the grace of god I should get to a point where this issue of thinking where will i get money to buy food solve it solve it so that you can have the time to do nobler kingdom things when your personal needs are not sorted i promise you i wrote something down here i said your personal needs being met is the cure to depression and frustrations when your personal needs are met I can preach here and I can shout because I have Jesus in my heart, but I also have food in my house. Are we together now? Yes, sir. I have food in my house. So it has energized me to shout the word to your spirit because when I am done, I can go back. Jesus, your Jesus who preached at crusades, the Bible clearly told us that there were times he was hungry and there were provisions in place. Am I right on that? Listen to me. Please, I want you to take your personal needs seriously. Not just carnal needs, but that which is required to give you the stability to serve God. Like your children's school fees. Write it down and start doing something about it. Like the issue of a house. Write it down. Whether to rent or to build. In any way, take action. I have a responsibility over you. I will teach you the truth. It may not make sense now, but you will look back and say, thank you, apostle, for challenging me to take a step. There are people who come and dedicate your houses before the end of this year. In the name of Jesus Christ. See, 
every time God gives instructions like this is because behind that instruction is a grace to make it happen you know what will happen to you by the time you sort the issue of rent out of your life and God helps you to put systems in place now you can send your children to good schools now you have the authorization to lock yourself for three days and you will not feel irresponsible now your prayer life will become richer you can pray for three days but not when your children are out of school and they are writing PTA letters and your relatives are calling you all kinds of names then you say you are in the retreat for three days please take your personal needs serious there are things that if they are not in place if you're a man of God here thank God for ministry and thank God for everything but please by all means obtain grace to pay attention Oh, Apostle, I think I need a car now to help me to be efficient in ministry. Do not think you are carnal for thinking that. If there is a legitimate need, write it down and obtain the grace and the wisdom to do something about it. Are we together? Our children are going to college now. Their school fees will be ABC. Let's sit down and think about it. Through desire, a man, Proverbs 18.1, having separated himself secret and intermeddleth with all wisdom your personal needs this is the season where god is ready to come through for you you have prayed for others you have interceded for others some of you you are the ones that god has raised in your family and everything that comes to your life is distributed but in this season god wants to sort your personal life if you believe that say amen. amen can I tell you the truth by the time you make progress and you move forward God gives you a job some of these material blessings that come to help support your efficiency come a car a house good children a good spouse you are very happy you are doing well who told you your spiritual life will not be efficient you know I'm not lying was that not what kept you awake in the night and yet you were not praying you were not praying and you were not sleeping as for me there are certain things i wave them goodbye and the spirit of god held their hands and forced them to wave me back are we together now yes please stay and sort certain things in your life as a result of this teaching don't just say this is a powerful revelation mm -mm. Mm -mm. go back home and sit down pray in tongues for 10 minutes to avoid distraction then settle down what is the meaning of this thing i've heard now i have noticed i don't even have clothes to wear so when my destiny helpers call me well how will i go to them don't say it does not matter and i'm not talking of living a fake life don't go and borrow money and start doing some of these things rather receive favor when i'm praying for it are we together but you need to go down I found out I just have one one nice cloth this is embarrassing and it's not lack of money it's lack of thinking and lack of planning go and look for a good tailor five six nice clothes Lord thank you for your glory and then the invitations can start coming for you because you are not even prepared for it my CV I know I've been applying and I'm tired but let me take a step of faith 
let me start studying on relationships because I sense that soon God will bring a destiny helper to my life and let me learn how to talk to great people so that I don't close a door by myself you don't have a job but use the time to learn on relationships oh this is the protocol of greatness this is how to talk to them every man's need is his point of contact you are now learning then God will send somebody and with courtesy and discipline in the midst of this bedeviled generation, you greet somebody with manners and courtesy. The person looks and says, what kind of lady are you? Where are you coming from? Oh, you look like a face I've seen somewhere. That's the Holy Ghost playing his own part now. Do you have a job? No. Can you do the job of a secretary excellently? Yes. Can you manage 650000 for a start? Watch this. And by the time you come and testify, ignorant people will say, is it just that? But they don't know when you were studying people's skills, when you were crying for favor, you were engaging the various systems. I hope someone is learning. Don't say I don't have a job and you fold your arms grumbling and gossiping and getting angry. That does not produce the results. Do what you can do now. Pray, get materials, buy the truth. In the name of Jesus, he's called me to be a kingdom financier. I may not have anything now, but in the name of Jesus, let me give myself to learning. Let me give myself to diligence. When others are sleeping, you wake up. God has told you he's giving you a global ministry. Nobody knows you for now. Stop moving around with cards and saying, invite me. That's not how it works. Neither do men light a lamp. Get that fire on the lamp. Get that fire on the lamp. Be like John Wesley. He says, set yourself on fire and the world will come to watch you burn. Clamoring for invitations is not how it works. Going on social media and asking the world to follow you is not how it works. People follow results, not people. Now, thanks be to God. minimize movies minimize social media exposures they are wonderful but minimize it come into a realm of discipline where you say from seven to nine i'm responding to emails and once it is nice shut that email down not because you can you are you are training yourself your mind and your spirit is learning everything god gave man he gave man authority over the moment you do not have authority over elemental forces how can you be trusted with the destinies of nations man of god continue your prayer it's a system that works continue the fasting it's a system that works continue the night vigil no invitations yet but you just continue continue your word study Get books on church administration and be learning. Get books, the stories of the pain of people who made mistakes in ministry and some of them were open enough to show their scars. Don't make the same mistake. Use the opportunity to study. Ah, these are the pitfalls. When I get here, I will jump. Thank this man for showing me his scars. How does financing ministry work? Apostle, my own is that I must marry. I agree. Have you learned how to be a responsible father? Or are you just looking for a wife? Are we together now? What if your wife gives birth to twins in nine months? Are you ready for that? This is how to prepare for the blessing. You know, in church, I, I, I hope you are seeing my, my, my passion. I'm not just shouting for nothing. Most people in church are not prepared for what they are praying for. 
Lord, give me a, a wife. You've not managed yourself. You've not managed your home. You still call people and disturb them from morning till night. Bros, can you give me this? Can you? You are not ready for a family yet. It's as simple and as honest as that. The day you put your life in order, dress everything that is scattered in your room. Arrange your room as a proof that you are ready to train children. At that point, God will now honor you. You see how it works. We must restore responsible Christianity. The kind that makes believers become a praise. Until now, our lives become a mockery to the world. And we are just shouting amen. And that is wonderful. But ladies and gentlemen, I repeat to you that there is a world that if we do not stay with God, in the next five, ten years, Christians will not be able to relate with the world that is evolving. I assure you, financially, sociologically, we will be at a loss. The only thing that will change is not IT and technology. The thinking is changing civilizations change but most believers are not staying with the word of god to know what the next 10 years will be like and you see sometimes we preachers that do not insist for your transformation for some reason because we are still offering value whatever happens we can secure ourselves at least in our homes and whatever it is whether i preach or i mislead you somebody will give me 10 naira somebody will give me 20 naira and i can feed myself but what about you that's why everybody is becoming a preacher because it looks like that's the only way to be blessed. I made up my mind and I vowed as a covenant with God that I will never manipulate anybody to collect 10 naira, 20 naira. The blessing of the Lord upon my life does not come because I'm a preacher. It comes because I understand the economic system of the kingdom. And it is not a secret. It can be learned. Like somebody can subscribe to be a tailor. And after three, five months, when you understand the human body that I described, you now see the aspect of your life that is not working. All you need to know is to methodically follow a proven pathway. Unfortunately, our world is full of liars across boards. People claiming to know things without results to show so the Bible says there are some them you must follow not every them but some them who through faith and patience have obtained the promise koinonia hear me it is my desire according to Genesis 17 and verse 6 I have taught you here that I will never raise a people who are just spiritually vibrant your spiritual vibrancy is my primary assignment and in life and in death I will give my all to it but in addition to your spiritual vibrancy there is a mandate upon my life to raise a people of influence at a global scale it says and I will make thee exceeding fruitful and I will make nations of thee it says and kings shall come out of thee yes don't just jump and say abraham's blessings are yours knowledge can turn you from your lowly estate to rise to become a point where you become an envy to the world and from that elevated standpoint look what jesus did for instance in manchester look the kind of glory it brought i know that many people say a lot of things and i give him all the glory but did you know what it means to pack full that auditorium and feed over two thousand people and not collect offering and not pay anything and not owe one pound you know what it means to feed over 2,000 people and you are not a criminal? Until you have the result, keep quiet. 
Listen, we shouted these days from the days we were in one room. These are not things that just happen like this. It's not a mistake. It can be reproduced again. Don't think it's a mistake. No. He that strives for mastery is not crowned until he strives lawfully. Lawfully. Because God is giving a new facelift to his bride. That we are presenting a portrait of a true apostolic and prophetic church. That is not all about compromises. It's not all about, no. There are people who can serve God with the dignity of kingdom integrity. But the key, like somebody who has gone to the gym, the digestive system is working well. By the grace of God, I tell you, until Jesus comes, there will never be a point in this service where you will come and say, oh, we need to pay for this, this, maybe the bill for this. No, 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 no. We will give people an opportunity to sow. But by the grace of God, you can lay hold on eternal life. There are things when you find you have found, there is nothing the devil can do about it. So don't think that when preachers speak, they are just speaking nonsense. No, no. I will not come and burden you here. There are sincere preachers who love God, but the moment their bills come upon them, they start compromising. They are not evil people. They have just allowed certain systems to be wanting in their lives. The call for you now is don't wait till your children start asking you questions and say, Daddy, where were you when God was teaching other people? Where were you when God was showing them the keys of accessing power through prayer and fasting? Why are you a pastor of a powerless church? And then you get angry and call them rude. Ah. May those that come out of us not ask us questions we cannot answer. In the name of Jesus Christ. I'm challenging you. So anything that is not working in your life now. Look at you. You are the fourth or fifth or sixth born. Yet out of 12 people, you are the only person who has risen. Look at the pain it is causing for you. You are earning over 1 million, yet you cannot do anything. Because someone will have to call you. Do you think it is the will of God for you to be in that state? What if there is something you can know? Oh dear. What if there is something you can know? What if between where you are and where you need to go, there is something you need to know about value, about relationships, about influence? Daddy, do you want to pass on to glory and leave your children to become beggars? Do you want to go to your grave knowing that you did not live an excellent life? You see, the thing about the kingdom is that from any level you can start. Please listen to me. This is not just a preacher talking. This is from my heart. You came to church. You are watching your children grow, celebrating their birthdays every month, but there is no corresponding growth. Don't say it does not matter. A day will come you will watch your children if you don't walk on them become armed robbers and prostitutes because they have to make ends meet god wants you to sort the issue of your needs now if you need to seek counsel seek counsel you need to look for mentorship look for mentorship you need to go for advanced training go for advanced training you need to listen to messages do remember your children while you are doing it don't go to bed knowing that people will stand up and ask questions it is selfish to make decisions that do not have posterity in view Yet the church is full of people like this. 
we shout amen we say amen and we are programming a generation that will be on outright rebellion by the time a child gets up and meets an irresponsible father respectfully speaking an irresponsible mother they do not even know how his school fees was paid I say this to you sincerely from my heart. There are people whose fees have been paying for years and decades. I have never seen their parents. They have not even come to find out who pays their school fees, who says to say thank you. That is the kind of, and many people are in church. I do this because I love Jesus and I do it with all my heart. But imagine if these ones were left and their lives and you go and find out that your daughter has become something else and you say you are an embarrassment to the family. No. All we say is demons. Yes, it may be coming from your father's house, but they took advantage of the deficiency of systems working to activate their operation. Are we together? When it's time to pray tonight, we'll pray because someone needs to cry. While you are seated, I just want you to see the picture of your children and see all of them rejoicing and say, thank you, daddy. Thank you for listening to apostle. Thank you. It looked like it was going to be too late, but thank you for making this decision. I'm not talking about hustling. You've tried to hustle, it did not work. This thing is not about this issue of fire by <laughs> the system of the kingdom is so methodical and precise. When you are properly mentored, you will marvel and wonder at the exactitude that comes with the kingdom system. It's not about trial and error. If it is not there, you do not understand it. We look to Yahweh, Yahweh. Our hope is Yahweh, Yahweh. We look to Yahweh, Yahweh. finish what I must give you I just gave you two number one your spiritual health I said these three areas the Lord put in my heart that this should be the area of focus in this season that means you should stay in this area till results and victory is producing experience number one again your spiritual health number two your personal needs it's time for some things to work in your life it's time to have personal results. It's time for certain things, sort some things once and for all so that you can make constructive kingdom progress. And then number three, the third area that you should focus on is becoming an effective witness. Becoming an effective witness. You have been taught and you know by now that for the believer your life is not your own that there is a bigger purpose beyond your personal needs a bigger purpose beyond just your family your children your career your purpose must be connected to kingdom come to have eternal value 
Hallelujah. The reason why God is helping us and causing us to know him, the reason why God is opening us to the wisdom systems and the dominion systems that make for an excelling life is so that we can have the liberty and the access to now serve his purposes, to serve his purposes with our lives. Jesus said in John chapter 3 and verse 34, 3 and 34, Am I right on that? Please look for it for me. My meat is to do and to the will of him that has sent me and to finish it. My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish it. My will is to do, my meat is to do, John 4, my apologies, 34. My meat, my satisfaction, my nourishment, that which energizes me, is to do the will of him not just to get a job not just to get a pay raise these things are within the circumference of your personal needs do you know that there is a realm where god can sort your life and you can focus when you wake up in the morning it's not about children's school fees again it's not about a house or house rent or a car or whatever it is when you get up in the morning is father what are we doing for the kingdom today and he tells you there is a crusade happening somewhere the budget is a hundred million and you say lord can I, can you give me the privilege of writing it off and you call and say let it be done pray about something else not the finances this is your life participating in kingdom come or you build a house and you say any missionary that comes here let this be the place where they will rest ah it is such a beautiful way when you know your life is counting as far as the kingdom is concerned there are many of you here in one of these days God will so empower you you will just get up and go to an orphanage and and say for the next one year for the next one year you will give them materials you will give them bibles you will give them food that can take them for one year and tell them i came as a representative of jesus i came to show you the love of jesus i was an orphan myself and now i know your pain but i brought you the gospel the, a gospel that has been carried on a bag of rice the gospel that has been carried on a bag of spaghetti the gospel that has been carried on a year's worth they will listen to it hallelujah or some of you will see some man of God who is laboring sincerely maybe in the village or where you come from and he's not had the privilege to know what you are knowing and because God has blessed you you have activated all the systems in the kingdom that make for holistic dominion and victory now you can get a car and call him and say sir I know that you may not know all it takes but it is an honor for me and my wife and my children that we are contributors to your loving Jesus to your remaining intact and serving him in truth and the man with the tears in his eyes will kneel down and bless you to your children's children but everything I'm saying will remain a story and a parable until the systems of the kingdom are activated and ladies and gentlemen my assignment as always and especially this year this year of open doors is to show you system after system like you train a medical student in school they have all kinds of courses anatomy physiology community medicine all of those studies together that's all it takes to be a doctor but they have to go through it some of the classes are boring some of the classes are exciting 
they will stand before a cadaver and have to work on it to learn surgical procedures but that is what it takes are you willing to endure the training that makes for a champion this is the last question god is asking you tonight apostle can you summarize his story it does not work like that in the kingdom imagine a doctor who tells his professor i'm year one can you summarize everything i already know chemistry just show me where to put the injection show me how to cut people open and in two months i'm that brilliant i can finish no see how long it takes a medical student to become a doctor six years minus any other thing and that is just the entry level you know how long it will take that person to become a consultant but after they endure with with precision look how many of you have watched masters in fields whether a senior advocate whether a consultant the the, the intelligence and the confidence that comes because you the systems of god can be understood they are finite learn the laws of prosperity don't just run around saying i want to do business put my money here no 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 that's not what you need first you need illumination from heaven to know how the system works what is god's relational system how does god connect people to destiny helpers what is the system that guarantees the anointing how can i import the anointing as a product that when i'm traveling i know it is traveling with me when i'm on stage i know it is with me Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. What are the systems of favor in this wicked world? Can I lay hold of it? This is my assignment to teach you. And that I will do with all my heart. Even as I remain a student myself in the school of the spirit. But my call for you ladies and gentlemen. Is that you must assume the position of a student. Not a member. A student. A student. A student a student whilst you are sitting down your children both physical and in the, in the realm of the spirit are saying thank you thank you for your endurance some of you out of these teachings you will have your own churches you will have your own congregations it will be it will be a bad thing to know that you came out of here and you become a disaster somewhere because of inaccuracies imbalance no some of you may need to shut down on many things and just sit down and learn and learn let those run in run they will run and still come back you stay but when you do learn you will run with the speed of elijah and that in one year you will do things that your life will become an unending wonder spirit lead me where my trust is with let me When we ask you to invite people to church this is not for fame or increased membership some of you as you are seated here there are people you are wishing were hearing what you are hearing because you are saying this is the answer this is it no wonder the psalmist will say i was glad when they said to me 
let us go to the house of the Lord. Whether it's a miracle service or any other service that you know in your spirit that it will be impossible for me to come and share the grace and go back. That I will come and live wiser. I will come and live stronger. I will be provoked unto godliness. Laying hold of eternal life. That your life will become a description of excellence. It says, oh Lord our God, how excellent is your name. We are going to pray. If you can pair yourselves into two or pair yourselves into three, we are going to pray. The next five minutes is a serious time of prayer. Please, no carelessness. Focus on Jesus. Minimize moving up and down and let's pray. Because I want to speak and release some graces upon your life. I'd like you to pray. Whether you are seated, whether you are standing, whether you are lying on the floor. I just want you to take some time and pray in the spirit in one minute. Go ahead and pray. Shades Kabalakata Paranda Gelekosiata Radabadagadebelekatos. Those who are watching online, make sure you are connecting. If you are alone, pray. Jesus is there. This is a destiny defining moment. Katebrakatebelekata Praska Baratos. Ebrakatabareska Pelanto Shalabaratosiata. Shataska Tefreska Deberente Gebras. Ombra kata barakata fraska tebelekatesh kebrende ketebelekatosh lika parasa baranda barekatele kaso zediata krapata kata brete keberetusiatesh Pray it's a new season for you the glory of the Lord is rising upon you someone pray it does not matter that you are coming from that lowly estate the hand of his majesty lifting you by his spirit revealing you you are an effulgence of the glory of the lord that through your life people will learn god afresh through your life they will see the excellency of the power and of the wisdom of the spirit Ranta Barasa Braska Bereska Teleko Shadis Ekratika Berenavagata Soto Protosegatesh In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus We are still praying Father what area of revelation in my life is deficient open my eyes to see it go ahead and pray what area is it my finances is it that I do not understand the dynamics of excelling in my spiritual life? Is it that I do not understand the wisdom of living and exerting dominion over the cosmos? Open my eyes, O God, that I may behold wondrous things. Call unto me and I will answer. I will show you great and mighty things which thou knowest not. The principles that make for character the principles in the name of Jesus, the engracing that brings total freedom and liberty over curses, over yokes, over diabolic manifestations. Reveal, reveal by your spirit. Reveal by your spirit. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. The last prayer point you are going to pray before I speak over your life. You know the area of needs that you have. That you know when God steps in and it is sorted, it will truly give you the time to sort the king. Some of you maybe is housing. Some of you maybe is sorting out certain material things. The Bible says, ye have not because ye ask not. It says, he that told you have not asked for anything. It says, ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. I want you to open your mouth and unashamedly ask God. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Lord, sort this area of my life that I will have the liberty to serve you. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Your marriage, your finances, your children, your basic needs, your family, cry unto the God of heaven. Unto thee that answers prayer shall all flesh come. Rest round about in the name of Jesus. Someone is praying. Someone is praying. A businessman is praying in the name of Jesus. A career person is praying. Someone is need who is in need for employment of employment is praying. A man of God is praying. A prophet in the making, an apostle in the making. Pray from the depth of your heart. Let the maker of men make your life, sort your life, bring you rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When your needs are met, I assure you that you will have the time to serve His Majesty. A lifetime is too long to have your needs met. A lifetime was designed to serve the King, not serve things, not look for things. Looking for things for the rest of your life is an erroneous use of destiny. Hallelujah. What you are about to receive is the engracing that now makes the things that you have learned. It says, now that ye know these things, if all I do is to leave you at the point of just discussions and knowledge, then I did not do you much. For every time God speaks, there is an engracing. The assignment of that grace is to rest upon you and to cause the things that you have heard to give you the impetus, the propelling force to move in obedience and to partner with your obedience to make manifest the things that you have believed. That is the assignment of the anointing. The assignment of the grace of God that follows his word is to back to propel you, number one, to obey. And then in obeying, to partner with your obedience now to make manifest the things that you have believed. You are the covenant-keeping God. You are the covenant-keeping God. Yahweh, Yahweh, covenant keeping God. 
listen as i speak over you i want you to shake away that lie that the devil has told you you will never rise i want you to shake away that demonic belief just because you came from the village shake away that demonic belief apostle i've lived a wayward life i've lived a scattered life do not worry in his presence there is room for restoration but i want to pray for you i want you to receive from the depth of your heart i stretch my hands towards you and i decree and declare i call upon the god who helps men the one who helps men to rise the one who helps men to thrive in the name of jesus christ begin to command strange results from tonight begin to command strange results from tonight strange results from tonight extraordinary results from tonight in the name of jesus christ i pray for your passion for the things of god your passion for the things of the spirit fresh fire upon your altar fresh fire upon your altar fresh fire upon your altar now hear me i want you to receive this prayer i want to pray for you there are many of you i'm saying it prophetically between now and december you will stand here to dedicate your own home i say it by the god who sent me in the name of jesus christ And for some of you, as it is now, you may not even have work to do. But you see, God is ever willing to make his power manifest. I say it again, by his favor, may God start sorting your personal needs. Please hear me. For some of you, while I described the human body, I perhaps call systems that are physically failing in your own body while it was an analogy to explain the kingdom systems for victory for some of you you were just wondering and saying apostle is just calling this thing anything that has entered your body and has vowed to cut short your life I command it must jump out of your body now it must jump out of your body now it must jump out of your systems, out of your organs, now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to speak over your finances. If you don't need it, you can receive it for someone else. But I want to pray over your finances. There is an advantage we have in addition to our value, our wisdom, relationships, there is the grace of God that engenders favor. You find that in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. I like how the Bible puts it. It says, and God is able to make all grace, not some grace, all grace are bound towards you that ye always having all sufficiency. Sufficiency means the capacity to always rise to the occasion, never disappointing. In all things, it says, may abound to every good work. I decree and declare, in the name of Jesus, the Son of the living God, for someone here, regardless the financial mountains that stand before you, I call upon my God who is also your God. Let things begin to change supernaturally. 
open financial doors 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 in the name of Jesus Christ It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I decree and declare, whatever makes resources to go out of your hands, whether it's the careless use of them or a demonic manipulation, whatever be the case, I decree and declare, the grace to retain resources, receive it now. Are you ready for favor? I will pray this one today. I will pray it at the miracle service next week. I will continue to pray it till you become a living expression of the favor of God. Let me pray it for you. What is in favor? Huh. Favor has the ability to accelerate your life and your destiny. Favor has the supernatural ability to bring to end seasons of hardship seasons of all kinds of things most people have not understood the all-surpassing excellency of carrying the genuine grace for favor and i have told you the proof of favor is not money money is the least thing you can be given as a result of favor the proof of favor is when god connects you to the hearts of men that you call on one man and a nation is ready to respond to you and even to attend to your needs. I don't know who that person is, but I'm stretching my hands towards you. That grace, I lay my hands on my own head and I pray by the privilege of the election of grace, may that grace rest upon you. May that grace rest upon you. Rest upon you. Rest upon you. This grace called favor, let it rest upon you. Let it rest upon you in the city, in the country. Let it rest upon you in the name of Jesus Christ. That you become a living evidence of what God can do with men. In the name of Jesus Christ. And by this impartation of favor, I call forth whoever has been mandated by God to participate in your rising. Whether you know them or not, I declare this week by the power that raised Christ from the dead, may they show up in your life. May they show up in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hear me, final prayer whatever has refused to move forward you have moved it by your energy you have moved it intellectually you have outsourced men to move it but it has refused to move i stand by the 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 advantage of the prophetic i move you forward i move you forward make constructive progress in the name of jesus christ For in Jesus' name we pray. You have believed it. Your eyes will see it. Your hands will handle it. I say it again. Your eyes will see it. And your hands will handle it. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Hallelujah. Let me make the altar call. Thank you very much. I want to make the altar call right now. There's no need cajoling you. The foundation for all victories and dominion in the kingdom is Jesus. For every time we gather, there is always someone who needs to make it right with Jesus. Let's minimize distraction for the sake of those who the Lord is calling now. You are in this place and whilst you heard me teach, for various reasons, the Lord began to speak to you. For some to rededicate your life and make it right with Jesus. For others to make that decision the first time. Whether you are inside or outside, please let's minimize movement. Let's not make it a culture to just move out carelessly like that. It's not a good practice. I'll talk about that next week. Um, I know that there's a crowd of people, but as much as possible, it doesn't take more than two, three minutes. You are here, you need to make it right with Jesus. I want to give you an opportunity. Don't wait for someone to be the first. Just for one person who needs to run here, I count one to five, run to Jesus. Come and stand here. Come. Boldly come. Come. God bless you. Koinonia, let's celebrate them as they come. Come. He will give you a new beginning. He will rewrite your story. Come to Jesus. Keep clapping as they come. Thank you. Thank you for saying no to Satan. Thank you for saying no to failure. Thank you for saying no to yesterday and embracing a new life. The Bible says as many who will come to him, he will in no wise cast away. If you're joining them, please join quickly. 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 Come. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, my dear people standing in front here. You may never understand the joy that is in the heart of the Father, even Jesus, when we come to declare his lordship over our lives. It is the noblest decision that any man can make in this side of God's kingdom. And I salute you for the boldness and the courage to make it right here in front. If you're joining them, please come. I'm about to lead them to pray. Rush, come. Join them very quickly. Hallelujah. The Bible says that everyone who comes to him, he will in no wise cast away. Thank you again for coming. And those who are following across the globe, here is your chance to make Jesus Lord of your life. It's my joy and my honor to midwife that process as you encounter the living Christ himself. Lift your right hand, make it high above your head as a sign of surrender. And please say this after me. Let it be loud, let it be clear. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight I have heard your word. I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose again for my justification. Right now, I receive Jesus into my heart as my Savior, my Lord, and my King. I declare that the power of sin, Satan, hell, and the grave is broken over my life from tonight until forever i am a child of god washed by the blood of the lamb i go forward ever and backward never amen please keep your hands lifted father thank you for these precious ones you have brought by your spirit even to yourself they have declared your lordship over their lives and i pray oh god thanking you for honoring their decisions i decree and declare 
that the power of sin, Satan, hell, and the grave is broken over your lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, the life of God is at work in your spirit from this moment. And I declare unto you that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You go forward ever and backward never and every accusation and every legal access satan has over your life by the blood it is broken it comes to an end right now in the name of jesus christ congratulations and god bless you now please i want you to move to my right which will be your left there's a counselor who will have a quick word with you and then you return to your seat let's honor them as they make their way to meet the counselors is this the best you can do koinonia Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, just two quick announcements and we're done. Thank you for your patience. Number one, next week, by the grace of God, will be a miracle service for the month of May. Hallelujah. And the Lord put an instruction in my heart. Please listen very carefully. Number one, you're going to write, you're coming with two sets of prayer requests. Number one is your regular prayer request and God gave me an instruction, write the names of every one of your family members. You're going to bring them. This is an instruction that God gave me. We're going to be praying and the Lord revealed to me that in this season, he's not only going to be visiting individuals, but he will be performing spectacular miracles, reaching down to families and turning things around. You will see loved ones saved. You will see loved ones healed. You will see God open doors, not just for you, but for your loved ones. So please make sure you carry that word, your prayer request, and then the names of your loved ones whether nuclear or extended write it send it for those who are online you can do well to send yours our media team will be glad to get it across here and we're going to be praying and then of course invite everyone you know around the city the nation and online let's connect and see what god is going to be doing have you been blessed tonight let me recommend again that you listen to this teaching you can find it on koinonia global our youtube page faith comes by hearing i will listen to it i always do but i will listen to it many times myself so that i'm edified so make sure you take the time listen as a couple listen as an individual you can send it to those you love to listen so that it can prepare their hearts for what god is doing hallelujah please rise as we close service for tonight the lord bless you in jesus name the week beginning becomes for you a week of miracles, signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. Everything you lay your hands to do will prosper. The Lord will lift you above your enemies. You will see his faithfulness at work in your life. I call your week blessed in Jesus name we pray. Let's share the grace together in fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercies follow us all the days of our lives as we dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. See you on Sunday. You are the covenant.